Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Monster Hearts. I once again have a team of teens joining me this evening. Uh, we have one new teen joining our three returning teens, and we're going to go through them one by one and cover what happened over this wild, wacky weekend after the Friday where Ichabod killed Adrian <laughs> with Natalie's help. <laughs> so let's let's go through everybody one by one. Alphabetical order. Adrian. Hello. You're not feel, you're not feeling so hot. Oh, I got it back from the nurse's office and I don't know why I don't even know why I was in the nurse's office. I I regenerated, I guess. I mean, that's what usually happens. Well, that's great and all, but you actually woke up in the basement by the horrible fiery furnace and relived oh. the moment of the Faxeries explosion where Ichabod was buried once and for all. Oh, gosh. Huh. Hmm. How's that for oh. you? Hmm. <laughs> How do you feel about fire, Scarecrow? Not, hmm. Well, I'm not dead, so this is a pretty good, good sign. Yeah. Um, let me just ugh, stretch now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything seems like it's working okay. Yeah. Well, another crisis averted for Adrian Steele, teen vampire. I walk I walk back to the classroom. Yeah, and that weird shadowy figure following you out of the corner of your eye is probably nothing to worry about. No, it's fine. Besides, now you know exactly who everyone in the school who hates you is, you know? There's Ichabod. Almost who, everyone, really. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's good to know. It's It's... You're definitely not going to have any surprises about who's going to kill you whatsoever. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, Crow, welcome Hello. to the school. <laughs> I'm the new kid. Let me tell you this. The horrible weather around Benedict Bell is a phase super weapon. That's why everybody seems to hate it, because it's just going to fence you all in until the monsters are taken care of. You see, the Fae don't really like monsters. The monsters just keep on dragging mortals closer and closer to discovering the Fae. You got your werewolves who have stolen the power of the Fae, basically, and you got your vampires who have basically also stolen the power of the Fae. So, you know, the Fae don't really like either of them. So... Yeah, it's not like I stole my power of the Fae. I definitely didn't Yeah, exactly. I mean, how would you even do that? That's just ridiculous. Yeah, no. That'd be weird. Hey, you're sweating a little. Uh, no, I'm not. So, it's cool, dude. It's just really hot in here. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> so this weather has also allowed the Fae around the school to locate two monsters this weekend. There was a certain Diabolist and a certain Werewolf who have been removed from the premises. And in their place, okay. there's this student who's definitely been there the whole time definitely wasn't uh, placed by way of glamour. Isn't that right, Crow? Yeah, I've been here since day one. Yeah, and Melania Vasquez, fellow Faye, has also been here since day one. And your Faye bosses have said, you know, we don't really need both of you, so how about you two just see who can capture that last, that last troublesome element, that vampire, whoever they are, wherever they are. Whoever can drag them out of there first is going to be the real Faye of Benedict Bell. Coming soon, spin-off podcast, Real Faye Benedict <laughs> Bell. Uh, it's like Real Housewives, but with elves. <laughs> so you need to figure out who's the vampire. And you know Melania probably has a lead on you. 
And, you know, once you do find out who the vampire is, you know, you can either try to capture him or just, you know, murk him right there. Whatever. <laughs> and if they do prove troublesome, you can always just support, report back to your superiors and activate the phase super weapon and, you know, blast sunlight through every window in this building. So really no problem. Yeah, yes. this will be fine. Yeah. Ichabod. You feel great. I guess... I mean, before Friday, you thought being a ghost meant being unable to do anything but blame, feel regret, and suffer. Uh, but then you beat the unliving black lights out of a vampire while you were on a date? Damn. You're pretty amazing and powerful, turns out. What could possibly I mean, go wrong? <laughs> things did work out pretty well that one day, once people started paying attention, but I don't think they listened to a thing I had to say. Nobody's... They still don't understand. Yeah, but now you know you have the power to make them understand if they don't understand. Yeah. Look at those biceps. I should biceps. get around it. I should, I should make Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at them biceps. Jane. I'm, I'm, I'm looking through them biceps. Look yeah. through them biceps. Well, I, I mean, I would assume that you're a little better at disguising your ghostliness than that. But hey, whatever. You do you. Gaze into the biceps. Gaze deep into the biceps. Jane. You feel I, great? No, fine. that's not the word. I feel fine. Everything's fine. Why would things not be fine? They're fine. No, I have a better word. Tyrannical. <laughs> you're absolutely positive you're a vampire now. <laughs> What's more, Adrian's blood tastes like prey. Is he going soft? I can't believe this. Don't worry, Adrian. Jane will protect you. No matter what you or anyone else says. Yeah. Gotta keep him safe because he's mine. So those are our teens. We, we didn't do introductions proper to start with, so let's do it now. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Uh, we we have two. Well, everyone's a returning guest in some sense, but we have uh, Violet and Dvac coming back from our previous uh, Monster Hearts session. Hello. Yo. Hello. And uh, we were joined by uh, Arden, who came Hello. in to help us out by being Crow. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. I can't wait to see what happens this session. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us from the future, we have Ethel as Lucretia and Allie as Natalie Brown. Lucretia, how'd they get you? How did those... Wicked, capricious fae capture you. I think someone asked me for advice in a back room. Probably Polinia. Um, far less suggestive than it sounds, and I got put into a sack. <laughs> Just a big old sack. Yeah. You know what they probably did? They probably mm -hmm. just put earplugs in your ears so you couldn't hear your patron and therefore couldn't do any of your weird demon magic. And then just put you in a sack, yeah. I don't think, it, even if I could hear, he's not that impressed with my ability to get yeah, that's teenagers a good point. laid. So. You yeah, you haven't been super <laughs> spectacular at that. So I'm trying, just no one will put anything into practice. Well, there's still time. You've been <laughs> captured, but that's not the end of the world. They, have, it's not, they haven't mentioned anything about executing you or anything. Well, it's given me some new advice. I can now confirm to anyone who asks that being put in a sack isn't very sexy. <laughs> so you ended up in your cell before Natalie did, like days before. Mm -hmm. 
So you get to know this dude who I have named through the use of the good old reliable random name ge generator, Dathan Timur. Anyway, Dathan Timur is your jailer, and he's really smug about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, how, how, how's knowing that demon working out for you now, huh? Infernal. Pretty sweet. You've got someone to chat to. That's a pretty good comeback. He stalks off down the hallway defeated. This is how pretty much all your interactions with him have gone. I think he's warming up to me. <laughs> There's a weird thing about your cell. Um, well, first off, it seems to me to be made out of a root structure, and that's pretty cool to look at. But as you approach the walls, they recede away from you and regrow behind you, such that no matter how far you walk, you always seem to be in the exact center of your cell. But does it mean I can drag my cell around? Yes. Basically. This is inefficient. I've just been put in some kind of cardboard box, like in Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> haven't I? Yeah, basically. But I hope the doorway's big enough for me to saunter through it. Well... That's the thing about being in a cardboard box when you can't see out of it, and you also can't reach the edges. You're kinda directionless. And no matter where you go, the Thontemer seems able to just casually walk up to your cell and ineffectually taunt you. So maybe this can be used to your advantage, but not quite so simply as just running. But can I run towards uh, my jailer when he annoys me? <laughs> Good idea. You'll have to wait I just want to shove him. You'll have to wait for the next opportunity. And let's see, what would be a good... I think you would have to roll Volatile to see how that works out. So go ahead and roll 2d6 and add your Volatile score. Damn! That's pretty Volatile of you. I bop him. <laughs> you do. You manage to drag your cell over to him and you manage to just bop him right on the head. I'm perfectly happy with this. I don't have a witty comeback. I just want to smack him in the head. Yeah, you got him. He's like, err. He hates that. And he like backs up out of the room, the roots recede, he backs away, he's like, Don't don't you try that again. And then he just like sticks his arm into some of the trees and like yanks around some of the greenery. And the cell kinda gets smaller around you. Just like shrinks down. This is cool. Soon I'll be wearing the cell like a square dress. Yeah, there you go. So this is like this is like Saturday that this has been happening. This has been your epic crusade of all Saturday long to bop Dathan on the head, and you succeeded. Uh, Na Natalie, how have you been doing all Saturday? Meanwhile, um, fine. The party yeah. went kind of well for me, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Here's the I question that's on everybody's mind: How's your hate date? <laughs> I I don't know if we planned one yet. That wasn't your hate date? That was, seemed like a pretty hateful date. You punched somebody <laughs> through a wall and killed them. This is true. So it went super well in that case. Oh, so you're happy that you killed somebody. That's interesting. <laughs> I I was not a fan of Adrian, so punching them through a wall uh, went well for me. Have you... How have you been filling your time since the party? Miss um, Willis has kind of expressly forbid anybody from leaving their dorm rooms for this, for like all of today, which is pretty annoying because you want to go do whatever you do with your hate date. Yeah, I guess after the party, I was like, 
pretty hungover. <laughs> uh, so mid-afternoon, I probably try to find Ichabod, and then that's how I get kidnapped, maybe? Yeah, you go looking for Ichabod, which is... Well, first off, you're confined to your dorm room, so we're going to have to have you roll cold to sneak out of your room and Absolutely. find Ichabod's room. Ichabod's room, which is a broom closet, uh, from what I remember. <laughs> cold is something I'm great at. Oh, okay. Hey, they're not bad. So it goes okay. You managed to sneak out. You're sneaking around. You're like, oh, why doesn't Ichabod have a dorm? This is the first time I've thought about it, and it's actually really weird. <laughs> You're making your way to Ichabod's dorm, but you just can't find it. Hmm. It's like, Ichabod is really weirding you out. The more you get to know him, the stranger he seems. Like, he only seems to be there when he wants to be. Like, he's only... He, he just disappears at the end of class most of the time. Where does he go? And now this, with his room, which you've definitely been in before. He, he like, invited you in to, for brief, very briefly before you went to the library just so he could get his school binders. And, like, when he opened the door and closed it really quickly behind him, like, inside it looked like, I don't know, freaking some old dormitory that was, like, wooden crappy bunk beds. What the heck? It didn't even look like something out of this time period. What a weirdo. And you've, what a weirdo. You've definitely gone to the place where he took you then, but it just... It's not there. There's no door here. There's no rough-hewn, ugly-ass door. So you're... Defeated. Oh. You succeeded, but you're defeated. And being <laughs> unable to trace down that weirdo... That weirdo's presence. How do you feel about Ichabod? Um... I don't know, I still think that he's a total weirdo, but like, I guess we got into that weird fight last night, so I want to see if he's okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, you're heading back to your dorm room, and uh, the door is locked. Oh no. And uh, your name's been scratched out on the door. And even as you watch, the scratched out name kind of just fades off, and is replaced by a nameplate that says, Crow. So, that's weird. And then the door opens. And there's somebody that you've never seen before in your entire life standing in your dorm room. That's not good. He looks, was... he looks very smug. And he looks over at you. And he basically just throws a smoke grenade in your face. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> and like, two people grab you from behind and hold you back. And they're like... You can you can try to struggle, turn into your monstrous self if you like, but it's it's not going to work out. They have you overpowered. Everything goes dark. <laughs> I'm super mad about this. Good. That's what werewolves are meant to be, I'm sure. <laughs> Monday morning. There's the bell. Everybody gets a class. You don't want more homework, do you? Ha 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 ha. Let's go ahead and clear away everyone's conditions, though. You'd all just make me do it in any case. That's true. <laughs> so far, that's been the most successful method of getting your homework done, is just making Ichabod do it. Uh, uh, has there been enough time for one harm to, to be fixed as well? Yeah, it's been a weekend. Everybody can okay. 
recover a harm. That's a good point. Is anybody else at anything more than one harm? I don't think so. Y'all good. No, it was all me. I mean, cr yeah. yeah I and you're say. good now. I'm fine. You're good, and so is that weird shadow following you around. No, no, I'm good. Oh, we almost forgot. We need to pick out uh, uh, one for Crow. Here's one. Yes, I was going to say, please use that one. Nice. For listeners at home, this is, of course, uh, Majora's Mask Boy, whatever his name is. Skull Kid. Skull Kid. Right, Majora's <laughs> Mask Boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good old Johnny Majora. Good old, Maj <laughs> good old Majora. Remember when, when Majora faced off against Zelda? That was wacky. So here yeah. we are in class. Crow, you're sitting next to Jane. Just like you always have been, because that's what the seating chart says. And I mean, if you went back and checked the original file, uh, don't check the date of last change. Yeah, don't do that, please. But, like, it would be fine if you did. But, like, don't. So. Oh, hey, hey, Crow, Crow, did you see the, did you see the, the note I left in our locker? Do we share a locker? <laughs> yeah, we share a locker. Damn, you're gullible, James. <laughs> We've shared a locker all year, Crow. It's, yeah. It says so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a good note. My, my girl. <laughs> we share the most awkward fist bump. <laughs> I'm not even sure what's going on there. I don't know who's lying to who or what, but anyway, that's fine. Adrian, you're you're in the back. You're you're just not feeling up to being in the front right now, you know. Yeah, I think I'll just sit back and. I don't know, maybe play some more of this game on my phone. You and that shadow. Wait, who's that? Jane Pleasance? Yes, that's right. She's... Yes, of course, I remember now. She was oh, wearing she... latex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jane! Hi! Uh, hey! I, I, like, wave awkwardly at Jane. Hey, how, how are you? Hey! I'm fine, how are you? <laughs> Um, hi, Adrian, yeah, hi, um, uh, we should pay attention to class. Oh, and um... I, I turn around. Holy shit, what is happening here? You look nice today. This fucking weekend, you know? I, I love this. <laughs> it is storming outside, it might as well be midnight, even though it's, you know, morning, the bell just rang, homework, class has started, we're doing the same, uh, homework that we've been doing all the time. Though... On this particular morning, Miss Willis doesn't seem to be paying nearly as much attention to the rest of you as the front row. And even Ichabod, after a while, she's like, Ichabod, do you mind uh, moving back into that open seat back there? I'm surprised you even noticed me. Fine. She is going to give you homework for lip unless you think fast. Uh, let's see. I want to... I definitely want to think fast. <laughs> Uh, let's maybe this is the time for the mysterious stranger to step in and help Ichabod out. I'm not a stranger. The mysterious best friend that you've <laughs> known all your life. <laughs> Wait, why did he even get in trouble? <laughs> he was he said was, something shitty mouthing. to the teach. I mean, what's there up was with some this kid? not as under my breath mouthing as I wanted it to be. It's pretty rebellious. That's pretty hot. Ooh, ooh, I want to help that guy. I'm out. telling you that. <laughs> this is a fact. This is an objective statement. This dude is hot. Can I, like, pretend that I said it instead so I can take the heat for him? Yes. 
Okay. You clear your throat and you're like, surprised you even noticed me back here in the fourth row, not the second row. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. If you hadn't said that, I was going to suggest Watch Dogs Sing the Fire Alarm. (laughs) Can I do that? Yeah, you get halfway through this and you're like, oh, wait, I don't want to do this. And you you watch Dogs the Fire Alarm instead. I almost said Hot Dogs the Fire Alarm instead. (laughs) No, I will Hot Dogs the Fire Alarm before the session is over. I promise you. Okay. We'll do it now, damn it. Unless you're on homework. Spray over all the students. <laughs> and Ichabod totally notices and is really impressed. And that this this new friend that I remember uh, is kind of cute. Just say crush. Yeah. Just say big crush. Kind of kind of big crushing. Kind of big crush. Yes. That's the name of the string on the fay. That's the name yeah, of your playbook, I, right? Play. There, there we go. Yeah. We've now uh, arranged all the starting strings for crow. Yeah, and uh, everybody else has a string on crow on account of. Face stuff. Yeah. On account of that, I totally don't know them. They're really bad at life. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I give Ichabod a little smile. <laughs> that that's that's the smile that really seals it. Yeah. Exactly. So Miss Willis has that sorted out in short order. She basically just like smashes her fist against a panel on the wall behind her, and it's just like bam. The fire alarm stops. It's like, oh, let's get back to class. Ichabod, where are you going? Did you just run out in the hall? <laughs> Uh, fire alarm. I'm, uh, following the wall, ma'am. <laughs> Get back in here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, anyway. Now that, now that everything's settled down, she's really just paying attention to her teacher's pet club up here in the front row that is doing the homework. Our old friends Zaman Styles, Vikrama Silj, and Benita Ilescu. And then, of course, in the very back row, you have the exact opposite. You have Antero Styles, their sibling, Kiki Arrow in Hero Wagner, playing Monster Card Monsters, or Card Monster Cards, or whatever that game is called. I Hang on. Which one is it? Monster Card Monsters? Card Monster Card Monster Card. I think it was Monster Card Monsters. Probably. Adrian Steele's playing it, too. You nerd. Sure am. Beep, beep, boop, doop, boop, boop. <laughs> Maybe not quite as intently, though. But really, that's... That's the primary, the primary uh, contrast in the classroom right now, and Miss Willis doesn't really seem to care about the back row anymore. Like as time goes on, she cares less and less about anybody, until about halfway through the class period, she's like, "Adrian, can you come up to the front row, please?" Uh, what? Oh, uh, what? Um, sure. Um, <clears throat> I just awkwardly stand there. Uh, I walk up to the front row. Uh, Take smile, a seat. Smile at Jane as I walk by. How does Jane react? Uh, Are we too busy talking for you to even notice? Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, <laughs> Could Crow, be? as my best friend, as my BFF. Yeah. Who's been my BFF all year? Crow and I are deep in in conversation. <laughs> Okay. But I do give I do give Adrian a dismissive little hand wave as he walks by. Oh boy. <laughs> I will giggle at that. <laughs> Adrian very confusedly walks uh, up to the front and sits uh sits at the desk, not sitting next to any of the class suck ups, because that's so not his style. Well that works out because Miss Willis like walks up to the desk you pick and spreads out enough homework across it to fill the entire desk. You messed up now, kid. Uh-oh. But it doesn't really seem as difficult as it did before. You know, this is fine. 
It's, you know, uh-huh. it's not really as much of a problem anymore. Like well, I didn't do, I didn't do it before, so Yeah, that's why <laughs> this is especially weird, you know? It's like this huh. is natural to you now. I guess I guess you just really needed that little nap in the basement next to the fiery furnace. Yeah, this isn't so bad. I'm a hundred years old. I know this. All right. So what else is happening in this classroom? Ichabod. Yeah. Yeah, I remember your name. How are you doing? Uh, Teacher is no longer paying any attention to you. I've been dead for a hundred years, and this is the most boring day so far. Yeah. (laughs) What are you gonna do about it? Uh, well, some people are playing games, and the only game I remember as a kid was a uh, hoop and a stick, so that's boring. So, um, I'm gonna try to find out what Jane and Crow are up to, because, well, I'm, I'm going to pretend I'm friends with Jane so I can try to be friends with Crow. Alright, nice. <laughs> Sounds like, let's see. Go ahead and roll hot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh! <laughs> so, uh, by that, are, am I trying to... Are you just asking for a roll, or are we saying that I'm, I'm trying to turn uh, Crow on? Yeah, that. Yeah, okay, so I'm starting, I'm <laughs> oh starting this conversation with Jane, and just trying to be very, very charming, and then, uh, while we're talking about, you know, school stuff, and uh, the music we did and didn't like at the party last Friday... Oh yeah, the party! Wasn't that when you punched my boyfriend in the face? And at this point, Ichabod just and chuckles. And I'm like, oh, that's that's hot. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just chuckles and locks eyes with Crow with the, the charming smile of, uh... uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I did punch that guy in the face, and I'm, I'm all about this. Okay, Crow. So yeah, <laughs> I'm taking that string on Crow. Yeah. All right, yeah, there you go. You crow, they're spicy. <laughs> is this going I to love distract the spicy you from ghost. <laughs> Is this going to distract you from your mission of outperforming Melania Valdez who is like up here in the classroom and discovering who is the vampire? Oh no, I mean, this is I'm I'm still doing reconnaissance. Yeah. You know, I'm still I'm still working. How's your reconnaissance Just... going right now? What are you focusing on? What's your plan of attack? Um, I think I'm like, I'm kind of, well, I mean, I've been talking to Jane and kind of trying to like suss out what's been going on in the time when I was here, Right. uh, still definitely here the whole time. So how about those events here at school? Yeah. I mean, you'll find that some people at this school can surprise you. Oh. Are you flexing? Uh, no. Willis, I'm having a hard time concentrating on this homework with all the talking that's going on in the classroom. Miss Willis is like, then try harder to concentrate, and goes back to helping the first row. Oh, yes. Holy shit. This is wildly out of character for Miss Willis, though. I, it is obvious to you in 13th Age Guidebook parlance that Miss Willis uh, has found the pupils to focus on and no longer cares about the rest of you. Which doesn't really seem like a great teaching style, but hey, at least she's not breathing down your neck anymore. Yeah, this seems preferable. So yeah, Crow, uh, sorry Jane, you got uh, blown up. Uh, Crow, (laughs) why don't, let's see, I think if you're trying to figure things out, you should probably roll with dark. Okay. Roll me something with dark. Gaze into the abyss. 
Stop naming the moves. We're not supposed to name the moves. Oh, sh- you rolled two d six. Oh wait, no, I was supposed to. Okay. Yeah, you beefed it. I was, I was clicking on the thing, and then it didn't let me here. Two d twenty now. Oh, that's two d twenty. Stop no. shooting, crow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, you rolled a six, and then you rolled a one, so we're gonna call that here. a seven, and it's a success. Okay, I'm sorry. So really good at games. What avenue of research are you taking right now? Or White, you already said this is trying to figure stuff out from Jane and Ichabod, just idly talking with them about events and happenings. So you um, you suss out that this party is a pretty freaking big deal, and you suss out that Ichabod really just laid into Adrian, and Adrian and Jane obviously had a thing going on. Though now that you're here, maybe that's all over. <laughs> <laughs> Do would I like know anything about the fact that Adrian took kind of a beating? Yeah, like... that's, yeah, exactly. That's okay. Adrian took a real big beating, and it, you hear knees like turn around. Knees sitting in front of you turns around to see, and is like, "Yeah, he went flying through a wall. I can't believe he's still alive. It's like he would have to be dead or something." Yeah, that is weird. To see it again, <laughs> I- Ichabod goes white as a sheet. Er. Uh. <laughs> Even whiter than his his normal uh, deathly pallor. Oh, by the way, Crow, the only thing that could possibly give you better uh, out... The only thing that could possibly make you look better with your bosses than capturing a vampire would be capturing a real living ghost, because that's like the essence of a monster that the Fae hate, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) What? Why would that bother you? It wouldn't. Yeah, you're fine. That's great. Yeah, like, I'm fine. Just this idly is thinking cool. like dead. So maybe there is a ghost, but we already know it's a vampire. I don't even need to worry about there possibly being a ghost here. And if there yeah. was. <laughs> so that's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna my attention is like pretty Hold on a second. Oh, on a sorry. seven to nine for gaze into the abyss, you also choose one of the following. The visions are confusing and alarming. The visions are lucid and detailed. Are there, like, if they're side lucid and detailed, they give you the condition drained. There is there is a cost to that. Okay, thank you. It isn't just a bad thing or a good thing. I know. I was like, this seems this seems too. <laughs> um, I'll take slightly confusing. Okay, I'm gonna have to retcon a little bit. You're not quite sure if it's Adrian is really the one you're looking for. All you're really picking up is that the party was really intense. Somebody got a huge beat Someone down. got punched through a wall. Jane is kind of hushing things over before Ichabod can really brag too much. So you know somebody got punched through a wall, and Knees helpfully adds on, Whoever, they should be dead, but doesn't elaborate because he's not paying any attention. Shut up, Knees. So you know for <laughs> sure somebody who was at the party is that freaking vampire. Okay. All right, uh, this... Ichabod is feeling pretty confident right now, so he's going to talk himself up like, yeah, I go to, like, all the parties around here. People don't even need to invite me. I just go, and we have a great time, and I could I could tell you about it, you know. Oh, because I, oh really? I don't, I don't remember seeing you around, but... Uh, oh, that's probably because you don't actually go to the parties. Well, was I there <laughs> oh. or wasn't I there? Okay, Jane, roll some cold. Yikes. <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs> All right, it's seven. So I like I like the idea of Jane being like, "Yeah, you because you don't even go to the parties." Unlike Crow, who has been to every party. All right, yeah, Crow and I were like, "Best, we're always there." Always. 
Jane is so hot right now. Don't you see this latex or whatever? <laughs> that she's still wearing. Did you wear it to wear class? It to school. <laughs> Just Did you wear it to class? Since Friday. She's not sure how to take it off. <laughs> it's hard. You have to vacuum like, seal yourself back, into yeah. those things. But who cares when it looks this good, honestly? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Ichabod and Jane, would you like to give a condition to one another? Or would you like to lose yep. a string on one another? Well, it's, it's her choice. Well, then Jane, choose one of those, and you said yes to the string. I mean condition, so go ahead and give yep. condition to one another. I'm paying attention. I noticed. It's good. So I'm going to uh, give Ichabod the condition, trying to be cool. Okay, try hard. <laughs> Let's see. What's the icon for try hard? I think it's this emblem of a dude radiating brilliance. Yeah. All right, Jane, uh, it, for just being an outburst like that, she, she's going to uh, have the, the busybody condition. Everybody thinks it's real, oh, well, real this, low blow. This little picture of the guy flexing is obviously a busybody. <laughs> busybody. But yeah, Jane does successfully shut down that whole line of questioning for the entire rest of the class. Damn it. Let's check in on, let's check in on Adrian up in the front row. What do you say? Oh. Well, man, why am I still working on this? Who cares? Uh, hey, hey, Zaman, uh, do you think that you could help me with uh, with some of this homework? Zaman gives you a look that's like, yes, of course, as long as it gets done, it doesn't matter how. Oh, really? I just sl- I just, I just give Zaman the whole stack. He's like, no, I don't think I can do it alone. And Zaman is like being weirdly intense. Zaman is like, okay, I'll help you out to do this and this and this and this. And he's like taking you through all of it. And before you know it, you find yourself doing it on your own again. And it's like, oh, damn it, Zaman, you're too good a teacher. Also, Zaman, you're kind of starting to look older than you did just a few days ago. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Is this is this all this homework affecting you adversely? And he's like, no, I feel fine. I feel great. Huh. Weird. How's your brother doing? Who? Sibling. Antero. What? Uh, you know, your your sibling, Antero. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's get back to work on this. I have to go to the bathroom. Ah, bathroom. Ha ha ha. Yes, I will just... Excuse me. I just have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, get on to that bathroom. Ah, uh, man. The way to go to the bathroom appears to be blocked by Melania Valdez. <laughs> so let me just go to the back of the room. <laughs> Oh, now this is interesting. Now the question is, are you able to avoid Melania Valdez, who is actively trying to kill you? That's true. I mean, not that actively, right? Or else or else we would just have an altercation right in the middle of the room. Well, I mean, isn't the Faye's whole thing that they don't want to be found out, so... Yes. She's gotta be subtle about it. Yes, exactly. Thank you, fellow Faye. <laughs> for explaining that so eloquently. Adrian, go ahead and roll cold to see if you can slip by Vel- Melania unnoticed. Oh, damn, you do! Like, no yeah. problem, you're just like, hey, <laughs> bye. I've gotten, like, way more boring. Nobody nobody noticed. Uh, That's anyway. You do feel a little more boring than usual. Oh, weird. Even your popped collar isn't popped quite as high as normally. Weird. Oh, <laughs> what happened to Starch. You? I need more starch. <sighs> but yeah, you're down uh, here by... You're down here by the nerd club. Yeah. And Tara, what's the deal with your sibling, Zaman? Uh, who? Uh, you want to play around? Hey, I no. I mean, I was just talking to them, and like, it's I don't know. What's what's your deal? 
Antero like squints up at the front row where Zaman's sitting and just kind of shrugs, goes back to his game. But you notice that there's a sharp difference in the way Zaman and Antero are acting. Zaman is acting like really stately, sedate, uh, older, calmer, all that kind of stuff, wiser. While Antero just seems to be getting more and more manic and harder and harder to grab his attention. Weird. They've both forgotten each other, but they're acting in completely different ways about it. Huh. Anyway, um... Man, I just... I remembered something. Uh, hey, let me, uh, let me talk to Hero. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's all he has to say. Okay, just gonna walk through them to go and talk to Hero. Yeah, you just kind of you have to kind of shove and push through them, but they don't really mind. Kiki does mind a little bit. Kiki seems to be a little bit more in control of her faculties. Mm. I wish you could get the faculty at this school under control. Am I right, everybody? Oh man! Yuck! 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 Hey, Hero. (laughs) Hey, Hero. Oh man, I I just I remember that you were arguing with with Miss Willis a, a, a while ago. What was it about? Was it about the game? Oh no, not about the game. She she would never understand something this great anyway. Hero is acting a little bit like Antero, but he's he's super confident. Like just confidence for days. He's acting like he's the main character of his own show or something. <laughs> Weird. Like leaning back in his chair, feet up on the desk, jacket weirdly hovering off his shoulders. He's like, ugh, she would never understand this game anyway. Jeez. And he's just like, it was over something inconsequential anyway. I I don't I don't really care about her, you know. There are more important things to worry about. Yeah, I just... She had me do some of the homework, and I was just, you know, trying to figure out why I feel so weird. Feeling weird, huh? Maybe a few games Have you been feeling weird? Well, I feel better than I've ever felt, ever. That sounds way better than doing homework. Alright, time to play around. Yeah, let's play a game. Alright, I've adapted the rules slightly to uh, to be more interesting. As usual, against anybody else, you would get to choose what stat you roll with. But once again, when you play against Hero, he gets to choose for you because he's just that good. He leads you on in game terms. You know, okay. it's not like he's he doesn't even know. He doesn't care about romance, probably. Hero is going to go with cold, and he is going to force you to roll with dark. He want he wants to explore the depths of your soul. He is going to drive you into a state of hopelessness, but within the game. Oh, maybe I can use this dark roll to see. Holy shit! What to intuit what his next play Killing will be? It. You crush his ass. Ooh, wow. Um, There's nothing hmm. left. Which card was vital to your incredible win? Um. Let's see, um, how about the, um, (sighs) Noble Shining Palm Tree Dragon? Great. I hate it. (laughs) So, if you, if you- It's a Pokemon. Thanks. It's part of the (laughs) Pokemon line of Monster Card Monsters. Their collab. Okay, so now it's your choice. You can either remove a point of card harm, or you can gain a string on hero. Do I? How much? Do I have card harm? I think you have one. Okay. Um. I think. And as a refresher, card harm represents just how much you love this game. 
I think that I'm going to get a string on, on Hero. Alright, Hero owes you one. Even though this was just a friendly match, Hero takes this seriously. So Alright, good game, man. Good, good game. I feel like, game. you know, it's because you've been teaching me so much. Ha ha ha. Here, have a rare card. Wow. It's a rock. Oh. You don't mm. get those very often. Man, I just keep getting owned today. <laughs> And I go sit no, back down. No, you don't. Th the rock? That's the rarest card. Oh, oh, he uh, just handed me a physical rock. He he handed me a card with a picture of Dwayne the Rock Johnson on it. Oh, texted I see. You a, Thank you. Yes. I'm glad you understand. Thank you. So how's everybody doing in this class? Is that about everything we can discover from this class so far? We got the teacher's pets being even more teachery petty than usual. Got Ms. Willis not even paying attention to the rest of you anymore. Uh... Even after being shut down, I want to give uh, a copy of my uh, schedule folded up to Crow, just to s slip it to him, as well as the, the phone number to my uh, dorm room, which which is a mop closet. Uh, <laughs> Why does it have a phone then? It, You're causing more questions than you are answers. <laughs> you gotta get like, in touch with janitors. It, it's uh, the phone number to the uh, uh, pay phone that is just outside the mop closet. Oh. <laughs> so from inside, you can hear it ring and you okay. can pick it up. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> oh, no. All right. And with that, I'm going to say class dismissed. It's time for lunch break. So oh, I love lunch. It's my favorite class. Everybody can just kind of go fuck themselves. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So the next morning you wake up, somebody, sounds like somebody is just dragging their hands across some wooden bars. Wake up. Mm. Wake up, werewolf. Mm. Wake up, freaking nature. What? Wake up, weirdo. You're the weirdo. Ah, there we are. <laughs> There's that nasty werewolves that we all know and hate. There we go. We have you locked up in a cage just like you belong, right, you animal? This, this guy is, sucks. Yeah, this is rude. You wake up. You're in a cell. It's made out of roots. A rude structure. And there's this, this dingus where the roots are at their thinnest, resembling a door. Resembling a barred door. He's just standing there, staring at you like a jerk. What do you do? I tell him he's a jerk. Oh, I'm the jerk. Well, you're a jerk. <laughs> no. You're the one who's locked up. Now who's a jerk? You. You're the, you're the one who kidnapped me. You're the jerk. <laughs> it's hardly kidnapping if we're just trying to keep society safe from you. <sighs> society was fine with me there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And explain the teen that you punched through a wall. <laughs> that was a dangerous teen I did what I had to Yeah whatever Teens ain't dangerous And monsters are dangerous And you're a monster And that teen certainly was not a monster You get the sense that he doesn't know That Adrian's totally a monster <laughs> Adrian was totally a monster Yeah tell it to the court By the way We don't have one And then he walks off laughing Because he thinks that was a really good one That wasn't funny I call out after him <laughs> He doesn't have a comeback, so he keeps walking. <laughs> Here you are in a cell. 
As you walk towards the walls, they recede away from you and regrow in behind you. What do you do? Uh, I don't know, I'm like stuck. <laughs> you are. You're imprisoned, even. I am. I'm imprisoned. Um, I guess I try to escape. Okay, how do you do it? Um, what's the, what's the door situation like? Like, is it bars? Yeah, it's like, like, it's basically just a bunch of vertical roots strung from ceiling to floor. As you walk closer to them, they just kind of drag themselves in the dirt away from you. Okay. Leaving some grooves that are quickly smoothed out by yet more roots that make up the cave floor. Well, not cave, but the room floor. I can try to transform and then, like, cut them? Yeah, if you can get to them. They're getting the heck away from you. You'd have to run them down, if anything. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'll try that, though. Okay. How does your transformation work? Um, I don't know. We've never discussed that. Both mechanically and figuratively. Right. (laughs) Um, I don't know if every time I transform, that's me becoming my darkest self. Unless well, you think we should make that call? I don't know. What's your what's your sheet have to say about it? Anything? <laughs> um, well, becoming my darkest self is transforming. But oh, I see. So you so if you do want to transform, then it sounds like you do have to become your darkest self. Then okay, fair enough. Um, that's okay though. I'm kidnapped. I feel like I'm upset enough for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Alright, go ahead and read your darkest self. Um, you transform into a terrifying wolf creature. You crave power and dominance, and those are earned through bloodshed. If anyone attempts to stand in your way, they must be brought down and made to blood. You escape your darkest self when you wound somebody you really care about, or the sun rises. Whichever happens first. And, I mean, the sun already rose today, so you're quite a ways off, so (laughs) good luck with that. I guess we can can say when you see the sun, because right now you're... The only light is this gross greenish light from some lichen. Okay. Anyway, what's your transformation look like? Huh? How do you transform? You're just pissed off. What happens? <laughs> um, it's really, like, terrifying. Um, because I think that she she gets an, uh, upset in a way that she tries not to be. Uh, because she's more scared than she is mad about anything. So it's like... Uh the like typical like looking at her hands change and being like shit I don't want this to happen but it does um that's pretty as, bad like, yeah yeah her clothes slowly rip and then she turns into a, a cool wolf um the more scared of yourself you become you become the faster you transform that kind of yes, thing yes damn I know it's tough it's pretty symbolic right there don't be a werewolf don't be a werewolf unfortunately you are a goddamn werewolf yeah well I, I do the best that I can um, but yeah so I'm gonna try to attack some roots to try to break out of this cage or whatever sounds like volatile to me yeah which I am, which I am better at than cold certainly and all the while the dog song plays in the background yeah Lucretia <laughs> you hear dog song by which you mean by which you think to yourself to mean howling in the distance oh my gosh that's I a did 10 it. you you just run after the, you start running after the bars at first they're able to keep pace with you just dragging themselves away and then when you get too fast for that they start to hurriedly recede into the ceiling as more and more grow down ahead of you 
still still keeps its rough shape, but it just keeps regrowing with new roots over and over again. But it doesn't take very long for you to get even faster than that. As you get closer and closer to the cell doors, and you can see that jerk in the distance who's looking pretty worried right now, and he's kind of like hustling himself. <laughs> and now the bars are in reach, and you reach out, and you start to claw them. And suddenly the thing that's in front of you to be clawed isn't the bars at all. Oh, hey, no. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Do you stop yourself just in time or no? I'll let you decide on a 10. Uh, yeah, I think I try to. All right, you just barely pull your arm back into yourself, but you end up sending yourself into a full front flip and you just slam into Lucretia, <laughs> whose, ah. cell, whose cell has suddenly appeared before yours. You both roll acro across the dirt floor. Lucretia... A giant goddamn wolf monster just burst through the wall, knocked into oh, you, sent oh, your ass over tea kettle. <laughs> it's pretty horrifying. It's bad. I'm sorry. You, you idly wonder to yourself if this is your death sentence or what the hell's going on here, because you're a teen and this is your overdramatic teen brain, assuming that everything is based on you. What do you do about the wolf? Can I rub its belly? No. <laughs> Roll cold. I don't know, that looks like a pretty good belly rub. <laughs> Alright, I guess Ethel I guess Lucretia manages to keep her cool in the face of a goddamn wolf monster bowling to her and knocking her over. Well, I'm horrified, but I'm also going, there's so much fluff. Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like a pretty safe fight. Like, hmm, this thing might try and murder me. Let's placate it with belly rubs. Alright, that's your strategy. So, alright, you've managed to successfully hold steady and not freak the fuck out about this. No, I think you're misunderstanding how these belly rubs are being applied. No, that's what... There is screaming. Oh, well, I mean, you're holding steady <laughs> in that you're actually able to approach, not that you're keeping your composure. <laughs> but, alright, go ahead, do your belly rubs. Are your hands, like, shaking so badly that you don't really actually have to consciously move them at all? They're just kind of doing the belly rubs all on their own? Yeah, they just, they just have to hold them out. Nice. <laughs> Well, Natalie, this is completely unexpected. You vaguely recognize Lucretia through your rage-addled blood of mind. And my screaming belly rubs. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, that's probably not helping to calm Natalie down any, but maybe it's, maybe it's confusing enough just to placate her for the moment. So... Here's the situation. Natalie, you vaguely, you are eventually able to remember Lucretia from, hey, it's Lucretia from school. Uh, but Lucretia is like, oh my God, it's going to murder me if I don't, <laughs> if I don't I keep up these comforting scriptures. belly rubs. Really, really good ear scratches. Really, really, <laughs> yeah. There's some ear scratches, Natalie. How, how would you rate them? <laughs> uh, like an eight. They're definitely disarming. Oh. Well, wow. oh, okay. This sounds interesting. <laughs> Man, this is weird. <laughs> Awkward. Well, you're both in a cell now. I don't know that I'm petting one of my schoolmates either. <laughs> no, you don't. You think you're petting some kind of horrible fey beast. Dathan Timur. I'm gonna die. It's gonna be applying love to an animal. <laughs> Dathan Timur, your jailer, runs up with like two handfuls of vines trailing after him into the darkness beyond the tunnel. He like runs up to the cell doors and he's like, oh, "It worked. I, yeah. Now you fight. What? What are you doing? <laughs> what does it look I, like I'm doing? 
I, I snarl at him in like a terrifying way. So do I. Takes a big step back. He's like, no, you're you stupid werewolf. You're supposed to tear her to pieces. Well, I'm real good at rubbing. You want to find out? <laughs> now he's just bright red. <laughs> it's like, oh, foul infernal. Your tricks won't work on me. <laughs> and he runs off into the distance. You get the sense that Dathan is a teen. It could be that all Fae are teens. It seems like Dathan's plan to get Natalie to exhaust herself by disemboweling Lucretia has failed. <laughs> but you're in a cell together, so that's nice. Natalie, you're feeling a lot calmer, but you're also still a fucking werewolf. In fact, I don't know if you even remember that your name is Natalie right now. I don't think that's how werewolves work. Yeah. What do you do? Um, You're mad as hell. <laughs> I am mad as hell, but these head scratches have been very calming. So, Calming for the moment, but your cravings for power and dominance are right, exactly. still ever-present and growing I, by the minute. I super want to get out of the cell. Um, yep. So I guess I just try to leave again. <laughs> All right. So I walk in the opposite direction. Yeah, now you're thinking, as you do this... Uh, now that it seems like Dathan has been scared off and isn't there to personally monitor the shape of the cell, uh, the, the thing just keeps getting all stretched out and stretched out and stretched out until you're in more of a hallway than a cell. So yeah, you've discovered that you can successfully adjust the shape of the cell by manipulating your own positions within it. Now that it's on autopilot, forestry mode I'm also rifling around in all the vines and stuff and finding things I can like pull and poke and trying wiggle. to do the same shit that you saw Dathan doing yeah so as you rifle around in there you discover a whole lot of vines that are just that inert vines but you do manage to discover a few that are weirdly grossly warm and they're kind of like pulsing sickeningly and when you mm, tug I've on those, felt this before. Yeah, you've yeah, this is uh analogous. The dark dude tries to say something, but you still have your earplugs in. Which also <laughs> probably explains a lot of why Dathan was never really able to get to you. They forgot to take those out, but yeah, you're as you <laughs> rifle around in the roots, the shape of the room just kinda twitches and the floor sh shakes and it reshapes into weird twisty shapes and uh, I start pulling on them like they're others. Uh, the, the end that Natalie's standing in like turns completely 180 degrees and Natalie falls from the ceiling to the new floor. Yeah. I do what I did in reverse. I unutter. Okay, you undo <laughs> that and Natalie once again falls on her butt. <laughs> oh no. Natalie, you're getting a little pissed off, but at least these bars... The, the more you stretch out, the thinner the walls get and the harder it is to progress, but the the less the bars recede from you. You want to try your volatility once again? I do. Right. I'm still just like clawing at them. All right. Yeah. Whoa! Another wonderful <laughs> ten. Look at look at the werewolf, everybody. Oh. You just you, you just reach out, grab the roots. They as you grab them, more roots come down from the ceiling and reinforce it until they're big and thick as tree trunks, and you're just like, <laughs> and you just tear it apart. It's me. And there's now an opening big enough to get through, but it's quickly closing up. 
It's quickly closing up. It is. I go through. You go. You go through. I do. Goodbye, Lucretia. I apologize. What do you do, Lucretia? <laughs> it's closing up all the way at the other end of a long hallway. Uh, I guess I'll make a run for it. All right, make a run. That's gonna. That sounds like volatile for dead hustle. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You get most of the way through. Oh no, it caught your leg. Oh no, my fat ass. It caught your fat ass. <laughs> ah, I'm wearing a wood skirt. Basically. <laughs> what do you do? You're caught. Your one semi-ally is running away in front of you. I Right, they didn't take my backpack off me because they, they thought it was full they of crap. They thought it was useless. Like, They're like, what the hell are all these ketchup packets doing in here? Yeah, <laughs> and I dig around and I've got mayonnaise. Oh yeah? Great. I really quickly split that open and I start lubing up my hips. <laughs> all right. Because they're the widest part of me and mayonnaise is mostly oil with some uh, egg that's very good for your skin. Well, you're doing wonders for your skin. Uh, I'm not really sure what to have you roll to see how well this works out. Um, Is there not a lubricant roll? <laughs> well, I think I'm just going to have you successfully escape, but you are going to be inflicted with the lubricated condition. I need my hips. Well, yeah, but let's see. What's the best uh, What's the best icon for that? I mean, it's really going to be the opposite of a snail, but I'm going to do a snail just for shorthand, okay? It's my favorite icon, so just I'm all good with this. Yeah, just remember that it's the opposite of that. You have the lubricated condition, and somebody can use that to their advantage against you. All right, Natalie, you don't notice this weird mayonnaise event. You're barreling down the hallway. <laughs> um, I'm glad that I don't notice that mayonnaise event, because I hate mayonnaise. Um, I guess I keep running down. What do I see? Do I see, like, an exit? You eventually do see an exit. It's, it's like a labyrinth down here, but frankly, you're running so fast and so much that, and just so consistently in one direction outward, that as the roots try to reform and box you in a little bit, it it just doesn't work. You're just going too fast, and eventually you see you see light at the end of the tunnel, <gasps> and nice. you break through, and you're outside. But the light is all gray and nasty and faded. And you look up at the sky and you can't see the sun. And its sun can't release you from your werewolf state <laughs> because it's so foggy and ugly. And oh, it just sucks. I howl very dramatically. Everyone knows where you are now. You're immediately beset by a billion elves. Just kidding. <laughs> this for a dramatic effect. I, I appreciate the <laughs> dramatics of the situation. You look up and you look down. Oh, there's fog down there too. Weird. Oh. And then you look up again. Oh, the roots are going way, way further up there, and they're getting more and more spread out that way. Where, where is the top of the tree? If this is roots, and then you look down again, and oh, there's the top of the tree. Wait, what? Oh. And it eventually dawns on you that not only are you on a gigantic tree, not only are you on a gigantic upside-down tree. You're on a gigantic upside-down tree floating in the sky. That's bad. That's Yikes. pretty bad. <laughs> this is not a place to be. Oh, no. Um, hmm. Lucretia eventually manages to catch up to Natalie um, by leveraging uh, lubricated hips. You can see more of that adventure on our podcast, Manuel Nights. (laughs) 
So I'm going to move you all into this room. Uh, uh oh. Shit. Nope. Whoa. I didn't want to do that. That's for sure. Whoa. Uh, this is this is the dining hall now. <laughs> it may look <laughs> right, a lot exactly like the room where you had the party, but it's not. You know, these modular buildings, a lot of the rooms look the same. Here we are at lunch. What's everybody having for lunch, anyway? Oh, God. Nothing. Chocolate Why coins. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm having yeah. a boiled beef stew and hardtack. <laughs> right. Sorry, I love Ichabod. <laughs> well, why don't you marry him? No. <laughs> it's fine. So, Ichabod... I don't think that's legal, says Ichabod, remembering a hundred years ago. Ichabod's having... <laughs> Ichabod's having, like, a comfortingly miserable time, I guess. Like, ah, oh, this is tasteless and awful, just like me. <laughs> roll cold. Does the GM oh, have to roll cold? I know, I was gonna no, say. I automatically succeed. Clearly. So who's gonna sit with who? Huh? I'm gonna sit with Jane, obviously. Alright, you're gonna sit down with Jane. Jane was sitting down first, and you're gonna approach, and you're gonna be like, Hey, Jane! Hey, hey, Jane. Hey, hi. Can I, can I, uh, have have lunch with you, milady? Oh, uh, Adrian. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. You can sit there. Yes. Uh, hey. Uh, so how how have you been since the party? Oh, um, I've, I've been uh, I've been fine. You know. I just yeah. want to say that I want to walk by really slowly to listen to this conversation <laughs> as I go to sit down next to Agamon. Okay, roll cold. This is our impromptu stealth check now. <laughs> we gotta hold steady to be slowly. stealthy. Uh, Alright, they don't notice you until you're just about to leave and then they let's see, which one of you which one of them would you least like to notice you? Um I think that I would least like Jane to notice me because I have a feeling that she's gonna ask me to sit with them. Okay, right at the tail end of this conversation that Jane's about to have with Adrian, Jane notices you. <laughs> and, yeah, we'll play out until then. So, yeah, continue. You don't see anybody. That's fine. So, Jane, uh, how, how have you been, been feeling since the, the party? Oh, I, I mean... I've been... Obviously, I've been, like, upset, Ichabod. He's such a dick. And, like, where... Adrian, where did you go? You were gone for like two days. Jane, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, so, uh, I'm not like super sure, but I'm pretty sure that I was dead for a little while. This has happened at least <gasps> once before, but it's okay because I'm back. But it takes a while. Um, Do you like need, you know, blood? Well, when you put it that way, um... I'm sure it, if you would, if you would, um, if you would gift me with your beautiful, pure, wonderful blood yet again, my, no, wait, Adrian, my beautiful Jane. Adrian, Adrian, I've got an even better idea. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, Adrian, Jane, I gotta go. Also, I just want to say for the record that I, I just shot Melania a text that just says lol. Because <laughs> I'm... <laughs> As I'm listening to all of this. <laughs> I like it. Melania is across the room, like, plotting out how to get Adrian away from anybody, which is proving to be pretty difficult. She's been trying it all weekend to murk him. 
it hasn't worked out yet. So Melania, Melania was, Melania's stuck. So you're gaining on her. Yeah. Back to Adrian and Jane. Is, is Adrian back? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Hi, sorry, our, our takeout is here and I had to answer the phone. Get it. Ah. Sorry. Oh, anyway. here comes the cafeteria lady. Wow, they do no. table service in this cafeteria. You know what's for rich wow. kids. Um, anyway. Can I this steak back? I would like it a little more rare if you could get it that way. I'm rewriting Thanks. your line to say a little bloodier. <laughs> and you pull down your sunglasses too, which you're wearing. Uh, get it a little bloodier. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> oh, Jane, have you been Roll hot to see feeling... if Adrian... <laughs> Wow! No, edit that out! Wow! Wow! Real hot to see if Adrian is like, hey, cool. Well, obviously I know like that's what it turned from. <laughs> those are the only I mean, those two are the sides two of the spectrum. Can react to a those situation. are the only two reactions that Adrian has. Yeah. <laughs> So, um... Actually, I kind of want you both to roll hot and see who gets control of this conversation. I like it. There's an eight. Oh, a nine! Jane's the hot one. <laughs> Alright, Jane, you have absolute control of this conversation. Adrian, right, consider okay. what you con continue with your miserable plea. Oh, uh, well, just after she... she uh, orders the she wants the steak more rare. Uh, probably gonna question and and say, uh, "Oh, well, Jane, have you been feeling different in that way? Uh, do you do you feel a uh, uh, a, a rising bloodlust within you?" I, I I mean I felt a bit different. Yeah, um, Agent. Anyways, look, what I what I think. I think I've got an idea of what we can do, right? Because cause you need you need blood, and um, I noticed when you were talking to that like hero guy, he's like, like he's the one who gave you that stupid game. I think he's obsessed with you. Oh, well. Like here's here's what here's what I'm thinking: is you go talk to him, get him to come out of the school with you to the um uh, you know, make out point. Oh yes, of course. Okay, so you bring him there, and I, I'll, I, you know, the three of us can go there, and, uh, like, let's say around, uh, whenever it gets dark, like, eight, eight o'clock Jane, tonight. before you say the time, you notice Crow lurking nearby. <gasps> oh, uh, Crow, hey, hey! Hi! Is anyone sitting with you guys? <laughs> oh, no, no, no! Oh, hey, Jane's <laughs> best friend! <laughs> Hi. Yeah, Adrian, of course you know Crow! Yeah, of course. I don't want to interrupt your conversation, so I can go sit somewhere else if it's if it's a big deal. Oh, it's, it's not a problem. You can just sit down. Okay. <laughs> Are you sweating again? Just gonna... Okay. <laughs> okay. It's fine. <laughs> I sit there and just like cast a, a look at Ichabod, who's sitting in the corner eating his hard tack and you know, what <laughs> and beef stew. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, Jane's best friend, we were just talking about, uh, about how we, uh, were going to go on a date. This evening. Oh, later. Yeah, we're just gonna go for, for a nice walk outside. You know. Oh, really? Even with this weather? Nature. Oh, it's, it's fine. I'll bring an umbrella. 
Oh, I mean, it's fun. not very far at all. Yes, of course. My beautiful Jane is always so prepared. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, Crow you, Crow, you just got some pretty intense hints about who the vampire yeah, might be. Not so much hints as, like, <laughs> just... Just laying here's it all out there. Hey, here's this information. All right, what are yeah. you what are you gonna do with this? I'm very interested to know. Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, you've also pieced together that Ichabod's the one who punched Adrian through a wall. Yeah. Obviously. Is, yeah, clearly. Could he have just punched? It's not really like a human feat of strength to punch somebody through a wall. I'm. I'm assuming, unless the building is really poorly constructed. No, it's Don't state of the art. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> <laughs> I died for the building that came before this building. God, I can't believe that that information just got handed to me. <laughs> like this. Yeah. I don't even... Can I roll dark to try to detect, uh, to try to detect, um, Crow's fey nature? Because yes. uh, he's so uncomfortable right now. Yes, I think that's fair. Okay. After you just handed Crow everything. It's fair that you should try to be able to figure this joker out. Mm-hmm. Roll that business. Oh, was that eight? Eight, yeah. Okay. So, all right, choose one. The visions are confusing and alarming, or the visions are lucid and detailed, but they leave you drained. I think I'm going to go with lucid and detailed, but I'm drained. Holy shit, Crow is a fay, and he's here to kill me. Suddenly, I'm not feeling so good. I'm just oh, sitting there how with that plays out. I hate Mondays. Elbow, elbow on the table, like chin in my hand, just smiling. <laughs> oh, just... walk outside, huh? Uh, what date yeah. and time, and what coordinates, <laughs> geographically speaking? <laughs> Will you have a GPS on you? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say. That. Oh, Jane, you know now. Uh, now that I think of it, I really, I'm really not feeling up to it. Maybe we could take a uh, we could take a rain check. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Adrian. I mean, oh, if you, you want to like go, you're really looking forward to it. I just, you know, wasn't Miss Willis acting really different today? <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> I just uh, she Adrian? gave me this this homework, and I've just been feeling so strange. Well, exactly. You need something to take your mind off, like, dumb homework and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, that's... I try. You know, I was. I have this game for that. It's pretty... Have you guys checked it out? Have you guys seen Monster Card Monsters? Adrian, like, Adrian. Do you have <laughs> Adrian. Roll hot to Adrian. see, to try to seduce them to the guiles of Monster Card Monsters. Yep. Oh, Eleven. look at that. Oh, who, wow. who, who were you primarily targeting? Um, Crow. Bad news, Crow. You've been roped in. No! <laughs> you download this thing on your phone and then do this and this and this and this and in an amazing impression of Hero from the last session, Adrian soon has you all set up with a deck of your very own. No! So now the two of you are doing going to do a contested check, but you get to choose the stat to use. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do hot. hot. Oh! oh, it's, oh. Things are heating up. Everybody in the Just cafeteria gonna is gonna pay attention. gonna each other for like ten minutes. Okay. By the way, they just launched, like, the, the set your phones on the table, and there's, like, the phones look like they're attacking each other update. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. 
Also, do I get, um... I get more than one point, like, to add to my rolls, right? Because, like, to catch up with everyone from the last session? Or am I starting at, like, just oh, yeah. plus one? Yeah, okay. give yourself a thing, or whatever. Damn it! Oh <gasps> my god, you're tied! <laughs> Alright, now, you know what this means? We have to kiss. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. You both have to uh, stake. No. You both have to stake something and roll again. What are you gonna put on the line here? Oh shit! Going, going to the thing. All right. uh, tonight. Is that it? Is that gonna be the bet? Are you like during this? Are you? Tell me the conversation during this that circles around to that. Oh, I'm to play again. So I'll say well. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. You do have to play again, but not just yet. Huh? Tie. It's like, I really think that you should take Jane out on a date. Yeah, well, you know what? I will, if you can beat me at this game. Okay. If you want to, you know, st like, stick a date with your girlfriend on winning against me, that's fine. Hey, we're rolling, we're rolling hot right now, not cold. Just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Meanwhile, over at the next table over, uh, Ichabod is insanely jealous, I guess, is the only way to put it. So, Ichabod is rolling. It's not, it's not about jealousy, it's about knowing that some things are never, ever going to change, and that <laughs> even when people seem interested, it's just haves and have-nots all the way down, 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 until something explodes and a beam punctures you through the chest. <laughs> that's uh, that's a se uh, seven, so I can give up to two people the blamed condition, but for each I choose one. So I'm, I'm blaming both uh, Crow and Jane, so they're both blamed. Alright, give them uh, that skull with a reverse halo. However, I'm going to uh, not be able to speak during the rest of the scene, so that could be fun if anyone does make it over to the table. Oh, that's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> while, you're while, you're while you're thinking about how much you're blaming them, uh, I'm also going to mention the essay prompt I had for everybody to tell me about a dream they had over the weekend in this game. And Ichabod's mm -hmm. dream that he's now thinking about extra hard now that he's thinking about blame is he once again relived his death, but this time it was Natalie rather than Adrian over him, correct? Yes. And that's that's been getting you thinking lately. You don't really know anything much about Natalie. Like, oh. sure, she's popular, and sure, she clearly has the money to get all these expensive makeups for werewolves. <laughs> you didn't hear that crow, by the way. It's fine. <laughs> no, of course not. And, man, you really wish there was a way you could, like, research the students in this school or something, but, ah, you're just no good with computers. Ugh. If only you knew somebody who was good with computers. If only. <laughs> we should probably mention that fact about your character, Crow, because we kind of haven't yet. Besides oh, yeah, the, that's right. Besides the watchdogs part. Yeah, um, I... Crow got his fey powers uh, by downloading what he thought was a leaked ISO of the next Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, so <laughs> he's that actually contained a bunch of face sig like signals. No, hey, I'm I'm a fairy. So um, yeah, Pretty he's wow. I'm way less intimidated computers. by you now. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> he's a huge. Well, dork. Crow can still call down the sun to melt you into dust. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true, the, but who can, you know. That's true. But he'll, yeah. but he'll be thinking about a Kingdom Hearts boss fight while he does it. So. Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, this is so, this is just like that one boss battle. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Killing Adrian seems like it would be like a lot of boss battles in Kingdom Hearts, to be, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Ichabod, you have taken the delusional condition, which I'm going to say that you're so confused by this new version of the vision that you temporarily forget 
that it was Adrian over you for real, and you think it was actually Natalie. And contrarywise, obviously, you now think that it was Adrian that you went on the date with and Natalie that you punched through the wall. I mean, obviously. Finally. And I like that you also can't talk during this scene, so... <laughs> mm -mm. Yep, just... <laughs> Perfect. Uh, you're just you're just having a lot of things happening in your head right now. Yeah, you're kind of <laughs> twisting. Or you spilled your bowl of boiled beef. Meanwhile, nobody saw that though because the battle's really heating up over at the yes. Jane Pleasant's table. So yeah, both of you right. go ahead and roll your hot again. Oh, a ten. Oh, a oh! nine. Oh my gosh! What an upset! Adrian wins. Oh, Adrian, man, like, you just Adrian. want to not have to take Jane on a date? I'm really sorry, Jane, but just, like, I didn't really want to have to play. This was Crow. It's just, I'm just really not feeling good after this. I just really feel very drained. All right. I, I'm very sorry. All right, Adrian. Do you want to uh, gain a string on your opponent or remove a point of card harm? Um, I want to gain a string on Crow. All right, Crow. Oh, you have two on me. Crow, you were trounced. Gain a point of card harm. And card harm okay. represents just how much you love this game. Skim's all right, I guess. Yeah, so that's, that's fine. Yeah, As I'm see, already, like, looking at the like recording subreddit. But, Adrian, <laughs> since you've already played two games in the morning, I'm going to give you another point of card harm. Okay. You're starting to use it to solve problems. You're like, hey, this game. Yeah, this game. Jane, meanwhile, just how unfair was it that they made a bet basically without involving your decision at all? Yeah, it's pretty shitty of us. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty... I, how do you feel about pretty these bad, buckets? but I have a plan. Oh, yeah? Oh. Alright, so Jane was watching this the whole time from behind Adrian, uh, watching him win. Yes. And uh, Adrian as, wins. as he wins, she's going to wrap her arms around Adrian and just go, Oh, Adrian, that was amazing. Your your early game aggro segueing to such <laughs> oh strong mid range top end. Junk? Wow. <laughs> I guess. There's it's jungling in this game. It's a card game, but there's jungling. Yeah. That's so cool. very, so very is, that, is that rolling hot? Yeah, it is rolling hot. Do it. Uh, Violet, could you remind the viewers and also us um, what the mortal darkest self is? Yeah. Please. Ah, of course. So nobody understands you or even wants you. They'd rather you disappear. Well, you're not going to disappear. You're going to make life a living hell for them. You'll betray the wicked to the judges, the weak to the executioners. You'll pitch humans and supernaturals against, against one another until everyone looks like monsters. Only the pain that you're causing your lover will let you escape your darkest self. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that was a 15 on my roll for hot. Yeah, I Damn. saw that. <laughs> Adrian, you're... You're... I'd say you're pretty much speechless at this point, too. Just like your poor buddy yep. Ichabod. Yep. <laughs> Adrian, are you sure you don't want to come with me? Wow, and I'm geez. going to spend the string just got to offer Divac a point of of experience to agree to this. Oh boy. Um. Mechanics. Sure, Jane. Wow, Jane. You know, I I just realized that all I really want to do is just be with you and be around you. And you know, how could I how could I say no to that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I let 
your petty friend get in the way of my true feelings for you? Crow, everything's going your way. Now's your chance to sneak away before your own meddling ruins your own meddling. I'll leave you two lovebirds to it. (laughs) Whoop. (laughs) Oh, hey, Ichabod, how's it going? Hi, Ichabod, who can't talk. (laughs) Uh, Eye roll. No, <laughs> oh, what are you rolling for? No, no. I know. Ichabod. <laughs> okay. We have fun here. Stab that <laughs> beef. Munch hardtack. <laughs> oh, this is a this is a riveting conversation. <laughs> Ichabod, Crow is just another motherfucker when you get right down to it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> roll to sh- roll cold to shut him down before they even get over here. Give him a real Ooh. withering stare. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. I want that so bad. Uh, oh, my cold is a number. That's good. Put him in the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, we're putting crow in the ground. Let's see here. Can I like roll to negate that, or like can I try to look really cute? Who? I guess that would be rolling hot. To see if you yeah. can, your hotness can exceed his coldness. Also, one of the one of the uh, abilities or the moves that I took was uh, unashamed, <laughs> which is uh, you can give someone a string on you to add three to your attempt to turn them on. Wow! But I don't know if I want to do that right now. But well, let's see after you roll the dice. Yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of strings, I'm going to spend one I have on Crow to turn that into a ten. <laughs> oh. Now we're getting somewhere. Uh, okay. Oh, now you're you're at an eight. Are you going to spend Ichabod's conditions or some of your strings? Mm. I want to... Wait, how does how does spending conditions work again? Uh, you just can... They're just... You use it up and then they're off of the other person. So if you used up his delusional condition that nobody else could use it either it would just be gone okay i think i want to use up his the one where he can't talk <laughs> oh well that's unrelated he just can't talk oh oh okay never mind <laughs> okay uh yeah i'm gonna use up the delusional condition and one of the strings that i have on him oh so now it's an even 10 10 yeah holy cow and oh. hmm what do you think, hmm. Ichabod? You gonna up the stakes? Anybody gonna up the stakes anymore? Any more strings? <laughs> Any more conditions? I, Going once. I could leverage how blamed he is right now. Go oh, that's twice. true. Yeah, my my uh my normal withering look is upgraded by just oh, how boy. much blame Crow is holding right now. So that brings me up to an eleven. All right, you. No. Okay. You I'm, blast I'm doing... your way through your delusion, at least in this specific case. I'm going to use the unashamed move. Oh, God. That, adds, that adds three. Holy cow. Blown out of the water. Uh, do, do, <laughs> they, do they both still take hold? Like, can I still get my uh, shut someone down consequence? Oh, good question. Let's see. <laughs> uh, well, since... I love that since this turns- is just Ichabod. <laughs> It's just Ichabod glaring and Crow smoldering at each other for like five minutes across the cafeteria. <laughs> Welcome to GMing Monster Hearts. I'm doing my best. So, okay. So I, I want to give him the condition enthralled. Okay, Crow yeah, is so right. off each, his feet. You both by, give by this. each other... Well, wait. You got a 10 up. Uh, you do what you want. Holy cow, I'm confused. Okay, yes. Uh, you give Crow a condition enthralled. Here's a heart. 
And... Crow is so caught off guard by this hot and cold treatment. Yeah. Yeah. And he's intrigued. Crow, you take a string against Ichabod, but okay. regardless of both of those happening, you are controlling this social interaction. You're too hot. You're too spicy. Hell yeah. Okay. Spicy boy. <laughs> All right. Just gonna slide on over here and take a seat next to you and, uh, Wait, oh god, I forgot that <laughs> the crow doesn't know that you can't talk. <laughs> this so is going really well. <laughs> so let's pause that for a second. Jane, can you, or Violet, can you say that action out loud? Ah, uh, so Jane's going to excuse herself from Adrian, uh, saying she's going to invite Hero to come with them to uh, to make out point at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, first, she's going to discreetly go around the halls for uh, no reasons whatsoever that are not suspicious. Sounds good. You heard it here huh. first, audience. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Adrian. Adrian can do it. Yeah, I think while I Jane wanders the halls. Yeah, that goes and talks to Hero. So Jane could just tell Adrian to go talk to Hero and then yeah, go do her own thing. Jane is literally pulling the strings around here. So, mm-hmm. so while you're walking over there, Crow, what do you say to Ichabod? Saying, uh, "Are you doing anything tonight?" Sorry if this is like being really forward, but. And what do you take his lack of response as? I- Ichabod just sort of shrugs and continues uh, stabbing a boiled potato. Is that how uh, then? I'm off my game. Yeah, yeah potatoes <laughs> You're exist. You're not off your game. Time. You're so on your game. I know, but this is not. Pe- you you have to respond to me when I smolder at you. That's not how this works. <laughs> well, Ichabod is clearly blushing. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Um, Signs are there. You know, it's kind of cute that you're like sort of shy like this. Uh, Ichabod is going to like hold one finger up to his mouth and then walk backwards through the wall. Okay, that's... <laughs> okay, Crow, Ichabod's a fucking ghost. Is this okay. art? <laughs> this is beautiful. I send Melania another lol text. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ichabod. Ichabod has no idea what he just did, does he? No, he's he's showing off to the lady that's smol- to, to the guy that smoldered at him. <laughs> Great, yeah, it's, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's. Oh my god, <laughs> that's it for that social interaction. Uh, well, I'm gonna leave you to pick up your thoughts. Uh, I think the enthralled condition was the perfect thing to put on him. Yeah. <laughs> So here we are outside. It's a horrible day. It's Sunday, and there is no sun. What do you do? I'm using a napkin to try and get mayonnaise off my fingers. It's not working, there's too much. <laughs> oh god. It slips from your fingers and falls down a ravine. Ugh. My dog disapproves. That's Natalie. <laughs> That is the same. Smelling the mayonnaise. It's like, oh man, mayonnaise, Natalie. There's mayonnaise behind you. What do you do? Uh, I'd make that noise. Well, we already established that. What do you do next? (laughs) How high up do I reckon this tree is? You're at least high up enough for you to be in a cloud layer. Okay, that's too high. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Can I sniff around for like any? 
any transportation down? Like any weird portals or like ladders? Uh, well, there's there's sort of ladders in that the interconnected system of routes that you're in definitely has clear paths going up and down. So you know you can you can kind of slowly but steadily make your way climbing down routes. So, okay. Yeah, you want to go up or down? Probably down. Probably yes. I would like to go down. Down. Okay. So you start clambering your way down. Lucretia has a much harder time following you. Uh, on account of being covered in mayonnaise. Is there a gradient to the slope of the tree? It's... Let's see. It's more... It's closer to a ladder than it is a staircase. Which isn't great for super mayonnaise hands. Which is a really bad superhero name. (laughs) <laughs> okay, come on, like, if a werewolf can use a ladder, I think I can use a ladder with I mean, human hands. <laughs> it's fine, you're both managing. I'm just saying it's not comfortable. This isn't your ideal ladder climbing experience. Or is it? Okay, you know your own self best, I guess I shouldn't assume. <laughs> Don't kink shame. Oh, yeah, you're right, I apologize. As you get further and further down the root system, you get more into the solid bark of the tree, and the root ladder kind of gives away to more uh, carved handholds, and that eventually gives way to small branches. And as you're going down, you notice that the branches don't end in leaves, like, you know, most trees, but in big old fluffy white blossoms of flowers, which explains why this is so well camouflaged in a giant-ass cloud. So that's neat. Are any of them close enough to pick? Yeah. You want to pick some? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you now have a bouquet of cloud flowers, because I don't have I a better I immediately sniff them. Oh, they smell like... Uh, I don't know, what's your favorite smell? Cloud flowers. Well, that's really meta, but okay, they smell <laughs> like cloud flowers. And, you know, that's a pretty great idea now that I mention it. Uh, why don't you both go ahead and roll cold? to resist the allure of the cloud flower aroma. Oh no, okay. Natalie, what's your favorite smell? Uh, me? <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, they smell like you. <laughs> oh, I said meat, but Oh, meat, okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> well then. Well, you... Well, they just smell like cloud flowers to Lucretia, and Lucretia's like, well, whatever, they smell like cloud flowers. I mean, of course, These that's what they are. cloud flowers are having to resist me. I rolled so good. Uh, they don't. That's why there are some coming with you, obviously. Yeah. So that's a really weird meta thing, where they started to smell like Lucretia's favorite thing, but then Lucretia was like, oh, these, are, these smell like my favorite thing. They must be my favorite thing. Therefore, it's not weird or intoxicating that they smell like my favorite thing, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Natalie, on the other hand, is enraptured by the stinky bouquet of meat. What kind of meat? Um, carnitas? I don't know. Yes, the cloud flowers <laughs> smell like sizzling carnitas. How can you resist? Well, you rolled a seven, so you do resist, but I'm also going to give you a condition, uh, carnita, carnita fogged. Okay. That's fair. Or intoxicated for the more boring games out there. Let's see, what's the most Carnita like? Oh, okay, here's a fireball. And Carnitas are sizzling. (laughs) 
I'm lusting for power in uh, Carnitas. Yeah, yeah. Your you, your craving of power and dominance is almost overtaken by a craving for Carnitas, but not quite. Uh, you just barely remember that you no, you can't just stay here and smell the flowers forever. Um, you have to get down. And as you get down into where the flowers grow thicker and the aroma of carnitas and cloud <laughs> blossoms themselves get stronger. Oh my gosh, there are definitely some skeletons just hanging out in those flowers. Can I pluck some of those as well? Yes. Excellent. You was... have... What, what bones do you want to take? There's a pretty wide selection. <laughs> I... Hmm. Your backpack's kind of filling up, though, between the condiments, though you're out of mayo... The flowers and now the bones. So, oh, I, I just throw like the biggest skeleton I can over my shoulder. He's my buddy. Oh, well, it falls apart because uh, bones aren't connected like that. So you're now holding a skull on your shoulder. He can still be my buddy. A rain of bones falls down on Natalie, who is climbing down below ahead of you. I whistle innocently, also moving the jaw of the skull to whistle along with me. All right, you're. Perilously hanging on to a flimsy ladder with one mayonnaise covered hand while playing with your bone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's what we're here for. We're in a team game after all. So you make it down. You, you're getting deeper and deeper into the what you're beginning to think of as a secret Fey headquarters in the clouds, because that's what it is. So I mean, it's pretty logical that you would think of it that way, isn't it? But it's getting on into nighttime. This has been an extremely busy day, what with escaping. And it's time to figure out how, where to stay for the night before tomorrow morning. Can I say that I kept a femur uh, to uh, use as a club, if necessary? Yes. Cool. <laughs> I propped the skull up on the end of the femur. Of course you Ooh. Like a kind of gruesome staff. Yeah. That's intimidating. What's it named? Jeffrey, obviously. Obviously. How could I have been so silly? So you start to hear voices, and you start to hear, see lights in the night. Like, glowing firefly torches, they look like. And as you get closer, uh, as you get down into the canopy of the tree, you see other fae just climbing all around, swarming around you almost, looking for you. So how are you going to stay hidden tonight when they're looking for you so intently? And on their territory, no less. Are there any, like, big knots of wood or something we can curl oh, up in? Oh, there's always knots. <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, but kind of angrily. <laughs> you looking for some knots with your bone? <laughs> and your werewolf friend? Your werewolf friend? <laughs> I am covering my young dog's ears. Are you looking for some... <laughs> Are you looking for some knots with your werewolf's help? No. <laughs> Got my skeleton, thank you. You don't have a full skeleton, you just have the one bone. <laughs> well, I like them one at a time. So Anyway, you find you find some knots big enough to hide in in the in the branches of the tree, yes. I put the skeleton on top of my head to disguise me as I lean back and close my eyes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, roll for cold, I guess, to see how well you can disguise yourself with uh, a skull and a femur. Oh, pretty good as it turns out. 
but to do it, you kind of have to contort yourself into a really uncomfortable position, unfortunately. So, ironically, you're the one who has a crick in your neck, uh, unlike the beheaded skeleton, is what I'm getting at. But I am going to use this angry skull as the icon for crick in your neck. <laughs> and when you wake up the next morning, you're, you haven't been found and you haven't been burned, which is a plus, but you're kind of sore. So, you know... My head's stuck, kind of like tilted to one side. Yes, it is. How about you, Natalie? Um, I think I'm gonna hide in the same place, but like try to kind of keep guard oh, okay. throughout the night. Yeah. So go ahead and roll with hot then. Okay. Roll with hot in your werewolf knot. <laughs> you better not touch my bone while I'm asleep, dog. I will not. I'm going to have to put a warning on this podcast. <laughs> There's like an age range that I'll need to put the warning on for. Because like, if you're too young, you won't know the slang terms for any of these words. But if you're just old enough, then you will. And you'll be disgusted. Because you're 13 Hi. on the internet and you hate furries. Is what I'm Why getting. are they joking about phones? Oh, man, <laughs> if we get angry moms. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Oh wow, you rolled a ten. Yeah, you I rolled have, another ten. You have absolutely no problem keeping watch all night. Hey, what color is your fur? Uh, my fur is brown. Oh well, that works for a tree then. <laughs> okay, Adrian, how are you approaching Hero? What's how's how's things going? Oh, uh, well, uh, Jane told me to do something, and I love her with my whole heart and soul. So I guess I'm gonna go do it. Um. So I'm just going to casually walk up and just kind of lean over and be like, Hey there, hero. I'm just going to be like, oh, hello, friend. Hey. Uh, so uh, just thinking uh, maybe uh, just thinking about maybe trying to organize a monster card monsters tournament <gasps> uh, up at uh, up at Makeout Point. You know, since nobody's there right now because of the storm. And, you know, if we try to do it on campus, Miss Willis might try to, you know, shut it down. What do you, what do you think? I'm in. Nice. Well, uh, before we get it started, we should probably, like, stake out the space, you know? Uh, really get a, get a feel for where we should, you know, set things up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so how about you, uh... points for the two competitors to stand. How about you, uh, meet me later? Uh, we'll, we'll head out there. I, uh... Uh, we can we can get some practice rounds in. That sounds amazing. Around around eight p.m. And Hero snaps his fingers, and the nerd club sweeps out of the cafeteria. Awesome. So we're gonna end the scene right there, and I'm gonna read these things. <laughs> I like how it broke up my thing, so it didn't put those in the tell that it was supposed to be part of. I, I got mine as a tell, and now I see the whole dump as well. So Yeah, there's there's a tell to Ix that just says Jane leaves the following notes, and then everybody can see the notes. Oh, gosh. Whoops, <laughs> don't look at those. Oh, well. Good thing the players are clearly... Just ignore this plan. It's working out because the players are clearly not totally on the same level as their characters. So anyway. <laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead and read these for the audience as long as everybody knows about them anyway. So Jane... Uh, leaves the following notes. To Ichabod, if you're looking to get back at Adrian, talk to Melania. 
to Melania. Adrian is taking me to Makeout Point around 8 with Hero, and I'm scared something's going down. Jane sends an anonymous message to campus security that says, Some students were talking about, quote, jumping, unquote, Adrian Steele and his girlfriend after the something that happened at the party? They take talked about Makeout Point tonight at around 8.15? I'm inquisitive student messaging you, anonymously, campus security. <laughs> I'm a confused student. I'm confused student, so let's see. <laughs> the, the use of the, the, the phrase jumping someone is really what seals it, I think, for campus yeah. security. Alright, so what are we going to do as a result of these notes? Ironic says that Ichabod is going to meet up with Melania in the mop closet. Uh... The next well, big scene, yeah. The next big basically. scene is going to be makeout point, obviously. So, do we want to have any more little scenes before that? Will anyone make it out alive? Let's start out. Can I talk to this weird shadow that's been following me around? Oh, it's closer than ever. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> can I communicate with it in any way? No. No. Okay, I'm just gonna notice it all the time. Hmm. Huh. Weird. Maybe I'll notice it. Can, can I? I, I want to notice it, and I want to try to like uh, introspect a little bit by rolling dark to get like a hint about yes, what's going I on. Yes, I like it. Go for it. Oh my! Nope, no idea. <laughs> Hang on. Hey, Adrian, it's me, your old pal Shadow. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Okay, now where the heck is that consequence for rolling bad on that? I need to stop yeah, scrolling anywhere really in this some document. Damn chaos emeralds. Because then I. <laughs> Uh, where are the? There they are. All right. Watch out, Adrian. Adrian, oh, I am I, all of me. I forgot this game doesn't <laughs> even give you a give you a failed condition. It just tells you to fuck him up. All right. Yeah. Adrian, you're obsessed mm -hmm. with the shadow now. Well, obviously. No, you're all hail shadow. Obsessed. Says Adrian. Steele. It seems to be facing you no matter where you move. It walks backward in front of you. It's staring you right in the face. It's so familiar, but you just can't place it. Oh my God! What is this shadow? Hi. I'm. I'm Guys, I'm kind of freaking out here. I think you're the fake Adrian around here. <laughs> you feel you feel the ever-looming temptation to just lose yourself in a few more rounds of nourishing, soothing monster card monsters. Hmm. In fact, take another point of card harm. Oh man, I'm in three card harm. Lose yourself what in the monsters. At four, uh, at four card moments. harm, you are required to switch your playbook to the duelist. Oh well, when you put it that way. Along with other consequences. Okay. Wait, I need to take as much card harm as possible. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, see, I couldn't just say that, or otherwise you would all just immediately do it as much as possible. It's true, and then this would just be a Yu-Gi-Oh episode, and then if it isn't already, it's, it's already like three, one third of the way there. The one third of the plot is currently already a Yu-Gi-Oh episode. Mm -hmm. Ichabod and the, the the fairies and the anti-vampire team just need to like put a happy face on all their hands. Ichabod, again. you meet up with Melania in the dark, imposing shadows of your mop closet. This is no a new scene. I can talk. Yes, Hooray. you can talk. Like I got some information for you, Melania. Uh, you know Jane's best friend. She's always had. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and you know, uh, uh, I, I got this sheet that says you might want to know some stuff. Uh, look, Adrian 
You know Adrian. That of course I'd know Adrian. Fancy. What's a like really? I, I could call him a, <laughs> that dandy. Is that outdated enough for Ichabod to say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That modern dandy. That foppish dandy. Yeah, what about him, Ichabod? You talk so weird. Uh, well, you, you know how I punched him through a wall. Yeah, I need... Do that again, like, eight more times. But aren't you curious how he's still around? He's a fucking vampire. Yeah, you? he's a... Wait, what? You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, I know that. I didn't think oh you knew God. that. Of I was, course I, I know that. He was punched through a wall. And survive. You'd have to be an idiot to not know that immediately. And then text lol to crow. <laughs> okay, okay. But did you know that Natalie is a werewolf? Yes, I saw them fighting, remember? Oh, <laughs> Alright, why okay. do you think Why do you think Natalie's not here anymore? Because I had her taken off. But Adrian's been too guarded. He was in the infirmary, then he was... I don't know. Miss Willis took him somewhere. <laughs> I got that okay, Lucretia okay. while you weren't paying any attention either. Sure, sure. But did you know that uh, 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 Lucretia has really good advice about sexual health? Roll cold or else <laughs> Melania is going to figure out you're a ghost. Okay. For knowing all this stuff. <laughs> okay, she's not onto you. She's just like, ugh, you're such a weirdo. I don't know how you figured this stuff out. Right. But get out all of right. my way. Uh, Stay okay, out of my I've, way. I, I've successfully kept my cool and I'm going to ask you a question about the situation yes that's fair do that yes uh hey hey uh, uh MC what do I know that Melania doesn't uh let's see that's an excellent question <laughs> because so far it seemed like Melania has outsmarted you <laughs> at all turns well you know you yourself are a ghost uh -huh. um and from the way Melania is talking you suddenly make the connection that the Fae don't like ghosts either and from the way Melania is talking, you also suddenly figure out that there's another Fae in the school somewhere. But I guess Melania already knows all that still, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Any suggestions, anybody? What the heck does Ichabod know that Melania doesn't? American history. Uh, I know, I was going yeah, to say, like... I mean, probably. I feel like, oh, does does he know that Jane is uh, setting everybody up right now? Because why the heck else would Jane uh, even talk to him? Okay, that's a good call. Uh, yeah, just yeah. be like, did you know that Jane sent me a message to talk to you? Yeah. Jane, do you mind saying that Mel you sent Melania a message too? Just so that Melania can sure. mention that. Yeah. Okay, so then Melania mentions something like that, and Ichabod then puts it all together that Jane wait, is wait, orchestrating wait. something. I've got this unsigned thing. Oh, that's the same paper. Did you know? Every eye dotted is... by a heart with a skull <laughs> in it. I must have taken. Love Jane and after anonymous. <laughs> yeah. It says Love Jane on one, but on the other one it says Love Jay, and then anonymous because you figured it out after the first one. The one you wrote to Melania was first. Yeah. Jane you know. is setting us up. <gasps> and I th Are you going to tell Melania that? I think she's... Yes, this is okay. me in character. Jane is setting us up, and I think she's going to bring something down that you 
and whoever else you're working for are not going to be a fan of. Hmm. Well, I'll be there, but I'm not going to get involved. Unless something starts really going south. I'm going to be there, because Crow might want to smooch. Okay, bye. <laughs> It seems like the Fae didn't really expect you two to get as far as you did, so most of their search efforts were concentrated more in the root structure than in, in the bark structure than the canopy structure, so well done on that. And it's Monday morning, and as you wake up, you can still hear much, much grumpier Fae because they didn't get a full night of sleep like you two did, or at least a half night's sleep. I mean, let's be honest, you couldn't, couldn't sleep that well. One of you has a crick in your neck and one of you had to stand guard. But here you are, it's the morning. And the unexpected benefit is that you're now largely behind the Fey front lines as they search. So, what do you do? I guess we just keep trying to descend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you keep descending. It's actually getting easier down here. The farther down you get, you start to getting more uh, solid structures. They, the cloud blossoms thin out. Uh, they're still white greenery. Or white greenery, ha! <laughs> There's basically just white leaves that aren't trying to <laughs> intoxicate you and leave you for dead. So that's a plus. And you get down to kind of like a suspended upside down uh, rush woven village kind of thing. Mm. And luckily it's largely deserted since most of the Fae who you assume normally reside here are searching for you farther up the tree. But there are definitely still enough here that you can't really get down. Uh, you see in the center, uh, well, let's set the stage a little bit. As you, like, get down to the very bottom of the tree, the very top of the canopy, if it were righted, planted in the earth as it should be, it's just like a huge, stunning field of bright white leaves waving gently in the breeze. And far, far down below you, you see the surface of the earth and you see your, you see your school. Oh, that's nice. Uh, it looks pretty cool from up at this angle. It looks a little bit like a butt, but I mean, that's just the floor plan. They couldn't do anything about that. So it's beautiful up here, but there are certainly Fey guards, and towards the very, very center of the vast reversed field of leaves and flowers, you see an enormous rush woven building uh, hanging farther down below. And hey, it's closer to the ground than anything else is, even if it is still really farther away. So, I mean, I guess it going there makes sense. I have a question. Yes. What is thrush woven? It's like, uh, it's like when you take a bunch of, like, thin leaves, like, uh, so, you know, some grass, and you just kind of make a basket out of it. But then you take those baskets and you just go ahead and make an entire village out of them. Ah, because over here it normally indicates some kind of Vaginal infection. Great. <laughs> oh, that's why I was very confused. Y yuck. <laughs> Hang on. This village is very dry and itchy. <laughs> Hang on, I have to Google thrush and get to the bottom of this horrible mistake. <laughs> Well, what do you know? 
What do you know? A thrush is a bird, not any type of plant at all. So I guess uh, no matter which way you take this, it's pretty horrifying. <laughs> it's either wolf. Okay, great. <laughs> to either sore vaginas or broken birds. A beautiful vista. <laughs> all right. Anybody else want to have a little in-between scene before the big one? Does Crow actually know what time all this is happening? Uh, because eight. I think Jane said when you were listening. Eight. Okay. Yeah, she's, yeah. I thought that it's, she might have seen him before. It makes more sense if you know at this point. But yeah, I know. I was I mean, like, uh. <laughs> if not, just ask Jane's everyone. BFF, like, hey, hot butt. What time's the stuff? Yeah. Sounds good. Like Jane isn't good at secrets, so she probably okay. would have just told Crow at some point. Yeah. You left first drafts of all your notes just sitting at the lunch table. You forgot to recite yeah, them. like, oh, nice. There's like ten post-it notes about how psyched I am for this date at eight o'clock inside our locker. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. You do share a locker, so like... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, maybe maybe if Jane left like the pad that she tore the stuff off from, I can like just run a crayon over it and I'll get the imprints <laughs> and oh, no, never mind. She just straight up wrote it on the post-it notes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so I have a question for Crow. Um, so you heard the conversation where Adrian asked Jane if she has started to felt like feel like a vampire now. Yeah, that's So yeah, how do you real. feel about the fact that Jane might also be a vampire, your best friend? Oh, my best... I mean, I, I'm gonna <laughs> let you in on uh, kind of a secret, which is that Jane is not actually Crow's best friend. <laughs> this is a shocking revelation. Uh, I think the Pog name will disagree with you. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, Jane Pleasance, who has always had a BFF named Crow. Um, yeah, I, I, he, he's fine. Like, I mean, he's not... He doesn't feel great because it makes his job a little harder, but, like not gonna cry about it like he's got i have to fucking show up melania somehow it's true you get two vampires and a ghost yeah if the fairy king like doesn't he doesn't like me anyway probably because i keep sending him like a lot of emojis all the time but like the fairy uh, king would use a lot of emojis no he he hates it he oh. keeps saying that the, that this line is just for emergencies but like uh oh, i have to send him these chain texts <laughs> I think he just doesn't want to hear from you. I think that's an excuse. Yeah. Send him more. That's eggplants. probably it. It's probably exactly it. So here's the awkward thing about how this school is built. Oh, it's it's 8:30 tonight. It's already dark out on account of the horrible weather. Uh, you all end up taking the same hallway to the nature walk. Awkward. And as you're all taking that same hallway to the nature walk, you see that one of the lights in one of the classrooms is on and you see Miss Willis working much more closely with the three than usual and what's more they all look much older than they did before downright adult even they look like that's weird just looks like four grown-ups working on some paperwork and then you realize wait a minute they all look kind of familiar isn't that the teachers pet club what are they doing in there how did that happen so, there's two consequences to this. One, if you try to want to try to figure out what's happening in there, sure. And two, I hope you all can walk quietly. Well, uh, speaking of one, uh, as Ichabod does whenever he's alone, he's just been mired in, in his uh, 
brooding darkness. So uh, he, he's definitely been communing uh, as well, gazing into the abyss. Oh yeah, you have. Because he's always worried about what, what might come next, uh, especially in social smoochy situations. So, All right, let's get smoochy. Uh, oh, so that's, that's a, a 10. That's a good one. So whether his, his visions of the future are uh, about the future he expects, you know, what's going to go down at Makeout Point, or he's getting some interference with whatever this business is, who knows? I, I guess you know. Hey, MC, you know. Hey, Ichabod, how are you? I'm the MC. <laughs> Here's the vision you're getting. Shit's going to go bad, and it's mostly because of what's happening in this classroom. Honestly... What's happened, the petty little things between classmates wanting to murder each other or whatever is ultimately inconsequential compared to what they're about to finish in this classroom okay. right now. Uh, tense montage as, uh, you as feel Ichabod just horrible is, about everything. As Ichabod is trying to figure out how to make the payphone outside the mop closet text. <laughs> Does he... Uh, 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 oh, I gotta let him know. Uh, uh. Who are you trying to text? Uh, Crow, obviously. All right. Do you eventually figure it out? <laughs> no, because <laughs> the text it's... from the payphone. <laughs> no, but Crow eventually does walk by. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, hey, what uh, what are you doing with the payphone? I'm I'm trying to speak to the operator who works at the AT and T Bell. Oh no! <laughs> in in order to text you, this party line is busted. It hasn't ever worked. This is heartwarming. I don't know where the crank is. <laughs> So you tell hey. you can probably just tell Crow in person at this point that something's yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. I just have an awful, awful feeling the that our Miss Willis and uh, uh, our students look at them, they're not I mean, you've seen them for months, they aren't themselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look in it also I, I sent a text to Melania just saying like what what the fuck is going on yeah. in there? Because, uh, like this seems like something that we should maybe put aside our our differences for to investigate because that doesn't yeah, seem that's good. interesting you want to know what Melania's response is is it is it an eggplant emoji snooze and lose three I'm... eggplants okay cool uh <gasps> god damn it Melania uh, <laughs> anyway but uh I I tell Ichabod like it's okay like it's gonna be fine and then I actually look into the classroom and like see the stuff going on like in there and i'm like oh that does not look good <laughs> hey crow the uh the computer lab's nearby but uh here's your dilemma you spend any more time here you're gonna miss the eight o'clock meeting but you oh, you know there's some juicy intel on those computers the school is awful at security at least when you're a fey magician so yeah. what's it gonna be crow hey if i'm gonna say to ichabod just, Hey, if you have a really bad feeling about the thing tonight, we don't have to go. I'll, like, I mean, I'll help you here if you want me to be here with you. And I'm gonna, like, he, like, tucks a, a strand of curly black hair behind his ear and is like, yeah, it would be really nice if you were here with me. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll, um... You two gain a string on each other. I'm gonna stoke the coal fire to keep the the electricity burning. <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. Still is there a still, water wheel. Still a little bit delusional there, huh? <laughs> a little bit. 
Okay, let's move you two over into the computer lab, then. I know this room looks familiar. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're both decided you're going to this instead of Makeout Point? Yeah. Alright. So Jane and Adrian, you are also you also walk by the classroom on the way to Makeout Point. Uh, and you're faced with the same dilemma, though you don't have nearly as bad this feeling that Ichabod does. So, do you really care about what's going on in this classroom? Or do you just want to get down to Makeout Point and do some murder? Uh, I mean, obviously, I want to kill teens. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I'm, really feeling, I'm really feeling the murder. Like, I'm feeling like, hmm, maybe I should talk to Jane about ditching this school and mo- uh, after, after the murder. Murder. Okay, I'm going to set you guys up out on Murder Point, which will surely be the new name of this place after this. Nice. Oh, boy, this is nasty. So, computer lab. Yeah. Everything's turned off except for the monitor, so everything is in a blue glow. How romantic. Ichabod looks just... Ichabod just looks right in a blue glow. Oh, shit, that's right, he's a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, I did see him walk through a wall earlier. You're suddenly reminded of that. Yeah. Ichabod... Now's your chance... No. You, you have somebody who's good with computers, who's mm-hmm. in front of a computer, and like I told you earlier, you've kind of been wondering about Natalie for a while, especially since, you know, you're kind of confused right now, and until you get some good rest, you, you think that Natalie's the one who killed your ass or whatever. Yeah. So you're not feeling yeah. great, so you're kind of like, hey, uh, I know checking that out's a good thing, but... Uh, I think we need to find background on everybody. Can you... Look up anything about uh, and Natalie Brown. What, her, Brown? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say no. <laughs> but, uh, are you gonna say no? Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Everybody's. No, I'm gonna help him out. Well, I'm glad you two are friends. <laughs> Fine. I'm glad nothing could ever come in between you two. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> okay, Crow. It's gonna be good. So you start looking in the computer for Natalie Brown, but you kind of have some trouble finding that. Like, th- there just doesn't seem to be a student here named Natalie Brown. So after huh. a while, in fa- actually, why don't you go ahead and gaze into the abyss of the computer for me? Roll plus dark. The, the internet is kind of an abyss, yes. Even this internal network is a nightmare. They don't know anything about proper ordering of files. Oh, damn, but Arden (laughs) Crow smashes straight through the metaphorical computer with a metaphorical fist. (laughs) Maybe later on we can do the real food computer and fist, but anyway. No, not a problem. Arden's like, no, duh, I'll just search by first name. She probably just changed her last name. Yeah, sure enough. uh, Her original last name was Bell. Ooh. Natalie Bell. Like the school. Distant descendant of Benjamin Bell. Huh. Oh man, she's getting blamed so hard. Part-time right now. murderer of Ichabod. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it's not totally fair to blame the school for all this. I mean, Ichabod nope, was murdered it is by mistake. One hundred percent fair. <laughs> oh wait, what's this scan of an old newspaper? Weird. It's talking about how there was these workers, these worker families who all lived together in one big uh, dormitory, and there was, you know, some conspiracy that maybe the bells the bell family way back then uh didn't want to pay them so they just kind of burned it to the ground and then went ahead and moved their bodies to the construction site to make it look like a construction accident that's interesting Uh oh 
That's interesting. Bakuban. That's interesting. I find that uh, okay. I am going to uh, try to hold steady because this is unsettling information. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Jane, go ahead and say that out loud because I love it. For whom the bell tolls, the horrible murders <laughs> of the Bell family revealed. More on page six. Oh. It didn't even make the front page because Jeez. it was just a bunch of workers. No more dating. All that's left for Natalie is hating. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, Ironicus rolled an 11 on holding steady. Ironicus has laser focus. I uh, Ichabod is going to remove his, his last his uh, condition. Because <laughs> he's seeing clearly now. It's like... The... Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Crow, that's kind of intense for your friends to just kind of find out in front of you. Yeah, I'm kind of, like, I, I can't be my usual, like, peppy jackass self here, so I'm just kind of like, are you okay? I'm not okay. Crow, I need to tell you something. I died in that fire. I know, I saw, okay, I saw you walk through wall area earlier, so I know that you died, but I'm sorry that, uh, you you died. I'm sorry that that <laughs> happened. I'm sorry about you burning alive. That really sucks. <laughs> it's it's okay. I I don't blame you. I blame everyone. Well, just about everyone. It's it's my actually. Thing. You still blame Crow. I, oh, I do. Guess you do still blame you. You you remind me of uh, some of the people from that time when I still you know could breathe. <laughs> And touch, and feel. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> Crow blushes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he's blushing really bad. <laughs> Both of you roll hot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I'm. I hope one of us has a good hot. Oh, well, oh God. Eight. Oh. <laughs> so combine oh, twenty. You kiss. Yay! <laughs> you kiss? You kiss. You just kiss? Just kiss. Okay, I'm <laughs> going to uh, offer a string to, oh, wait, to good use... Point. Sex moves are in this game. Okay, To yeah. use a string and offer XP to Crow to also fade to black. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah? I mean, right. Oh, man. Talk about your sex moves. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's sex move time, everybody. Yay! Oh. We we might want to just, just for the just for the entrance uh, uh, the the, the, the uh, continuity of it all we might want to s- skip to the other scene and then cut back. Also, I feel like we might be monopolizing time a little bit. I don't know. No, I think You're, it works better yes. if you tell me what the sex moves are. Okay, first because nope. the next scene is not going to be <laughs> the next scene is not going to be easily translated back into. Oh, anyway. <gasps> And then we boned. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Okay. Two 18-year-old consenting persons. Just making, hey, I'm 118. 118-year-old <laughs> consenting persons. That's problematic. How how old is our Faye? You're probably thousands of years old. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. Faye are all really old. None of them could have their powers stolen. Yeah, no. I didn't uh, get mine from a Kingdom Hearts ISO. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Do, do you want to go first, or should uh, I? Sure. Mine is, uh, when you lie naked with another, you can ask them for a promise. Uh, if they refuse, take two strings on them. 
What's the promise? Okay. Yeah, what's the promise? Uh, wait, what's yours first? Because I want to... Okay. Uh, when you have sex with someone, you both get to ask a question of one another's characters. This can be spoken by your character or simply ask player to player. The other person must ask, must answer honestly and directly. So, so we get to exchange questions and are bound by direct and honest answers. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I want to I want to ask you if like if there's anything I can do to like put your soul to rest or anything. Oh, let's see. Something that would put um I think uh vengeance would and uh from what I know now, I'm fairly certain killing Natalie. Cool. <laughs> so, oh. my, uh, I, I sorry, guess my Allie. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a question to ask Crow. Uh, hey, you know what Faye think of ghosts right now. What's that? You figured oh, out yeah. what Faye think of ghosts when Melania was... Mm-hmm. being weird. He doesn't know I'm a fae yet. Uh, uh, well, but you true. can find but him very, some of those very moves. easily. Uh, but I know that Melania is, so I'm going to use this question to ask. What can I do to stay safe for, uh, until I get that chance? Safe from the, the fae courts? Um, oh. What would like the, what the honest answer be? I guess just stay out of Melania's way right and then like cause I guess what exactly is Crow's like goal with you just like, want to like, prove yourself to be a real fae this is like the first time in your yes. life you've had power so you just want to get there before Melania does yeah so you, but if I, kill, if I kill a vampire and a werewolf like that'll be enough right well the like, werewolf's be... already been captured Melania already has the oh. werewolf in her oh god damn it yeah <laughs> she got that one over on you you're coming from behind. Uh, oh, no, this is such a dilemma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I didn't see this um, coming at all. No. Yes, I did. No, of course not. <laughs> um, so I guess what what could he do to stay safe? Like what? Just because I'm not even well, sure. Well, you know, like, probably the only way to keep somebody from being detected by the Fae courts would be, you know, if a if a, if a traitorous Fae were to protect them. But what are the chances of that ever happening? Uh, I want to protect him. <laughs> <laughs> Crow is actually just like a huge dork and is like... But let me tell you this, if you're going to be totally honest with this answer, you're going to have to reveal that you're Fae. Yeah. I mean, don't I have to be completely honest? The, the yeah. most teen drama answer possibly would be, you have to stay away from me. That's true. Oh my god. It's oh, really shit. good. Yes. Is that the answer? That's that's the answer, is you have to stay away from me. Did you make and your then promise I want, yet? I want my promise yeah. Yeah. to Ichabod to be to stay away from me. Oh my god. Uh-oh. I can't keep that promise. <laughs> <laughs> Take your strings. I have, I have five strings on you. <laughs> <laughs> Take your strings, you monster. <laughs> and now we're fading to black. Okay, I wanna, I wanna give, I wanna give Ichabod another smooch though, just for saying well, the before most you can. Lightning response. strikes outside. Oh, okay, good. The storm has gotten horribly intense. By the way, since you were boning, you didn't have time to research what Miss Willis was doing. Anyway, back oh, to murder point. <laughs> 
Hey, let's just say this. Uh, there's a big building. Do you want to go there? Yep. Yes. It's There's a spiraling path that leads straight down to the building, but to follow it, you're going to have to get past a whole bunch of phase entries. What do you do to do so? Um, I... Oh. I have an idea. Yes. <laughs> How differently sized are the elves to me? Oh, the they're... Fae. They're all sh- different shapes and sizes. There are some that are real short. There are some that tower over you. Are they that differently dressed? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Every fae has their very own unique sense of style. They're united in their independence. How's that sound? <laughs> okay, so how would they identify us out of them? Well, they know what you're wearing, and they know that one of these is a giant werewolf. So. Hmm. I hold up my bunch of flowers to Natalie, but no, they're not big enough. Um, damn. Could we climb over? I mean, if you're thinking about disguises, that could work. You'll just have to ruminate on how best to disguise yourselves. I, um... How many are there? Uh, I don't know. There's enough for it to be a problem. Okay. Not an army, but an assortment. A sprinkling. Because, like, in my heart, I want to do the right thing, but I am a werewolf who is craving power and dominance. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that (laughs) craving overwhelms you. Go get (laughs) him. Yeah, I think I'm going to attack some fools. Well, times Um, get volatile. Yeah. I've been rolling well enough, right? Yeah, you have so far so good. Now's the time for it to all go bad. I start frantically going through my bag for... No, Some you got kind a 12. Of condiment. You got a 12. There are fae falling to the earth from the sky right now as Natalie barrels down, viciously knocking anybody who gets in her way out of her way. Yes. Uh, it's, it doesn't take long at all before there's a big pile of unconscious fae in your wake and you've reached the central building. Nice. Do, no, you just kind of tear open the door. I'm not going to give you that option. You definitely just do that. And down on the very ceiling slash floor of the building, uh, you see a circle of elder-looking fae who are wearing some much nicer clothing. They're standing around a circle in the floor. And the circle in the floor is looking like it has a bunch of magic sigils and junk on it. And each one of the little sigils has a different scene. And there's one scene that catches your eye. It's Ichabod. And he's oh. he's he's with that he's with that weird guy who was who was standing in your in your dormitory room when you came back the one who got you kidnapped. Oh no! They're kissing. <gasps> no. I howled dramatically again. <laughs> They're doing more than kissing. That's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. You're super pissed. I'm super. Oh, we don't pissed. need to know if we're doing that. <laughs> Hey, Murder Point, here we are, Jane. Uh, Adrian and Hero are setting up their tournament thing. What are you up to? It's definitely real. Definitely a real tournament. Yep. What's up, Jane? Ah, I noticed that Hero brought his idiot friends. Of course, (laughs) it wouldn't be a tournament without at least four players, and unless you could convince Jane to play, and with this he turns to Jane and does the eyebrows thing. Yeah. 
Huh? <sighs> All right, fine. Kiki, go home or whatever. <laughs> Kiki's like, go back to your stupid <laughs> bird club. Kiki cries and goes back to her bird club. <gasps> oh, I'm glad I Kiki's bird safe. Club. Kiki's gonna go to the one place where she feels comfortable. The yes. computer lab. Yes. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to murder point. <laughs> All right, Jane. Sounds like you're gonna have to get an introductory match. Otherwise, Hero's no. never gonna accept your candidacy in the tournament. Adrian, are you going to play the match? Um. Well, I was just gonna hypnotize Hero to come look at the space with me, and then oh, drink well, his you know, blood. Whatever you so, want to do. Uh, Hero, why don't you uh, why don't you uh, come over here and uh, look at this? Oh, okay. <laughs> Is uh, what he says. Well. Oh, actually. Um, I have one on. string on him to make that a seven. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yeah sure. So then that succeeds. Yeah. Sure, um, sure. But, hypnosis works, but choose one. They realize it, they fuck up, or their sanity is unhinged. Um, they realize it. Oh, you choose? Sure. Yeah, um, I think I choose? I don't know, do Who you want to choose? I don't care. Veronica's you choose. <laughs> what am I choosing? I don't know, just p- say something. I- what does he- How does Hero feel about being hypnotized? Does he realize it? Does he fuck up what I ask him to do, or does he go insane? All right, have you seen the uh, the B tier Disney film Meet the Robinsons? Yes. Okay, <laughs> uh, he's feeling like the little frog with the hypnotizing hat on, like willing but pointing out any sort of inconsistencies in ability or uh, uh, motivation that that he uh, perceives. How loud and distracting. And Ontario notices this and is like, hey, maybe I should go with you guys. I don't know. It seems dangerous up here, you know? If Man, if only there was somebody else to distract Ontario while Adrian did this, you know? Yeah, if only. Okay. Anyways, Ontario, get back to the game. Come on. Oh, are you going to challenge Ontario? Yeah. Okay. Let's go, Ontario. I'm better at cards than you. Holy shit. All right. You get, you get your phone all phoned up. Okay. So, since Ontario's not... You know, not great at this game. You can roll with whatever you want to. It's so fun. So fun! I love cars! You start out faking it, but then you're like, oh, wait a minute. This kind of is fun. Alright. You win! Incredible for a beginner. Which card? Wow, Antero, you really mulligan to four? Are you kidding me? Antero's like, Do you even know how to judge an opening hand? I couldn't see my screen, it's raining. So, yeah, sure. Gain a string on your opponents is the only option since you don't currently have any card harm because you're a beast. So yeah, you gain a string on Ontario, and Ontario is totally distracted. Even as Hero says, "Okay, I'm hypnotized. I mean, I'll go up here with you, but you know, I don't know if that's such a great idea. I mean, I don't." All right, enough talking. I'm gonna feed on him. Oh, oh. Uh, let's see. So, um, first time he's ever been fed fed upon, so we both mark experience. Oh boy, Hero Wagner gonna level up. Um, let's see. So, um, I don't need to heal any harm, but could I perchance heal one card harm by feeding on him? No, that's silly. Okay, fine. <laughs> Actually, he so. is the champion. He is the champion. I was gonna say, that, that's gotta boost your morale a little bit. Okay, I'll let that happen then. So are you sucking right. blood? Yep. 
and um, and I'm gonna carry one forward, and and I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, good idea. Just Perfect. Just drop him right oh, off. That's a great idea to just kind of you know drink his blood, leave your back open to Melania, who steps out yep. from behind a nearby tree and strikes you with a bolt of lightning. All right. Then what happens? Well, oh, let's see. I have a question. Yes. What is your question? Is Melania focused on striking Adrian with a bolt of lightning? Yes. I will attempt to feed on Melania. Okay, great. I'm glad we're just having a murder pillar here. Adrian pushes Hero off a cliff. Melania strikes Adrian with a bolt of lightning and pushes you off the cliff as well. But you're going to get to roll, though not just yet. And then uh, Melania is going to get eaten by Jane. So go ahead and roll that. Oh, that's pretty good. What's up? <laughs> Melania is... Melania is a beast as well, though. Remember, Melania is using the champion or whatever the hell it's called playbook. It's like, this is going to work out for you, but Melania is kind of going to kick the shit out of you a little bit, too. You know, just a little. Okay. So I think that's going to be one harm to Adrian and pushing him off the cliff while he's vulnerable and one harm to Jane just kicking you right in the ribs. That's excellent. I'm so happy. Okay, so what happens to Melania? Let's see. The feeding oh, is, is you feed on hot blood. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. This is the first time you've ever been fed upon. You both mark experience. When you feed, choose two. You heal one harm, you carry one forward, and they don't die. So since I just suffered one harm, All right. I think I'll heal one harm and carry one forward and kill Melania about that. <gasps> wow. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and mark experience. Let me tell you about Monster Hearts. All right, Hero's dead, and so is Melania. Oh, nice. <laughs> is, is this how this game's tournaments usually go? Like, oh, I, go home. <laughs> I would you watch stay in a, the computer room, okay, Ichabod? I would watch a lot more esports if this was, like, standard. Montero saw yeah, everything and is running the fuck away. Let's get him! Oh, wait, go. I have to hold and not fall down the thing. Yeah. Yeah, you should do something. Roll. Yeah. Roll, volatile. uh, yeah, volatile to not die. Nope, I fell down you the die. thing. Oh, you're at the bottom the of the cliff. Ugh. It's tradition now, alright. Is it that deep? Round two. <laughs> you're at the bottom of a cliff. The shadow that's been following you looks down at you despondently, reaching out a hand. I take the hand. You pass right through. Oh no. <laughs> and in the last lightning flash, you recognize your own face in the face of the shadow and you suddenly realize you're not you you were pushed out of your body when Miss Willis dragged you down to the boiler room you're looking at you but then what are you and as you realize this Miss Willis and the teachers pet club finishes their horrible calculations their horrible calculations to bring something from beyond time through into our reality. And it pushes through Adrian Steele's body and takes it over. Oh, hell yes. I mean, like, I... hell no, but... Adrian, yes. <laughs> Adrian, you are actually this other pog over here. On the plus side, you have full health. On the minus side, you can't interact with shit. Which pog? The Which rats. Pog am I? Oh, the rat. So that's pretty dramatic, everybody, huh? There's uh, yes, <laughs> rat permission. <laughs> At last, I'm free. You're not actually a rat. You're more like a ghost right now. Oh, well, shit. I know what this is like. Jean, huh. 
You turn to run uh, after Ontario, but there's something horrible on the other side of that cliff face. You can just feel it in your bones. It's crawling. Yay. It's crawling black up the. No, it's not you, Adrian. <laughs> You're a flippin' shadow. It's something that's crawling up the cliffside, just punching Adrian Steele's fists into it, not caring about the blood, not caring about the broken bones, crawling its way up, splitting, dividing into some kind of horrible tentacled beast that you can't even take a look at without getting, I don't know, mad? That's a pretty good place to start, I guess. All right, well, um, first of all, having, having seen the harm that this is all of these machinations have done to Adrian. Jane is cured of her darkest self. Yeah, and you realize something, Jane, when you're cured of your darkest self. I fucked up. You're not a vampire. <gasps> I fucked up. You tried you to really drink blood, up. and then you spit it up and gag. You're like, what this? You just killed somebody. I fucked up. You know what, Jane? You didn't need a vampire self to be a monster. You were a monster all on your own. <gasps> you wretched piece of garbage. Dun dun dun. And if that doesn't give you another couple points of harm, I don't know what does. I think it definitely does. Holy crap. You want that to be two harm? I, I think, think that's, that's two, two harm. harm. That's one harm plus the one harm you thought you cured and then you gagged up blood because you're like, oh, gross, copper. <laughs> this sucks, actually. So like, all right, and falling back to my more mortal self, seeing this monster climbing up, Jane is gonna run the fuck away. Good plan, man. It's at this point that the teachers. Would you like to use the actual runaway move? Oh this? yes, you should absolutely do that because this thing sees you doing it. So, so yeah, roll with volatile. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. is the best result for this thing. So choose one. You cause a big scene. You run directly into something worse. Or the <laughs> scariest person there gets a string on you. I run directly into something worse. All right. Well, it could be worse. <laughs> you, run, you run directly into the computer room. You run directly no. into a whole battalion of fae who are here when they realize that one of their own died. You fucked up so bad! You, you see this giant pile of pogs down here that's been lying dormant all this time? Oh no! That's the giant battalion of Fae, I've just decided. Oh, they're a diverse group. Yeah. Jane, you're under arrest. M many different oh. Sealy and Unsealy courts are represented, yes. Yes. <laughs> when a more Jane, Jane bursts into tears as she's taken into to custody by this little pig. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ontario runs into the classroom where Miss Willis was working with the Teacher's Pets Club and is like, oh, you have to come. Something horrible's happened. And Miss Willis is like, yes, it has. And just like grabs his face, shoves him down to the floor and then walks past him with the Teacher's Pet Club and marches outside to meet their leader in Adrian Steele's body. Well, what's left of his body anyway. Oh, we really fucked up. Y'all really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Good night, folks. <laughs> oh! No!
Wouldn't you know it, Lucretia, the one time two teens do the nasty, and you were miles away. There's always next time. Then again, it is Ichabod, and you did give Ichabod some tips. So the dark dude is finally like, hey, you finally did it. Nice job. About time. <laughs> Are you going to clean your hands off or what? I mean, there's plenty of leaves to wipe them off on. Um, I'm still back at where the carnage started, and I just kind of, like, sneak over to the... I find an elf who looks approximately my side and drag them into an alley, an unconscious one. Nice. You're going to um, go ahead and take their clothes? Yeah, and I switch them, and I just... And then I just kind of jog along, <laughs> yelling, My strange-looking horse! Where did my strange-looking horse go? My very fey horse! Oh dear. Luckily, there's nobody around to hear you, because they're all in an unconscious pile. <laughs> but just in case. Just in case. I like your caution. And you arrive at the scene just as you see Natalie, half-crumpled, defeated. Well, you don't even know it's Natalie. You, you see your strange horse, half-crumpled on the ground, defeated, <laughs> uh, staring down at various sigils, showing you scenes of the school below. And Lucretia, you see that the main viewing window is overlooking Jane Pleasance and Adrian as they take the weird computer nerds from the school outside. Onto the onto makeout point because of course every school has a makeout point. Come on, and you know the as the Fey down below are getting pretty uh, upset at the fact that you're all you know hanging out and they're all like, oh, where are the guards? Somebody do something! And meanwhile, in the main viewing window, Adrian definitely straight up kills Hero Wagner, who was one of the nerds, and then one of the how did this even go down in the main session? I'm trying to remember. So, Adrian definitely kills Hero by sucking his blood and punching him off a cliff. Melania bursts out of the trees behind him. Melania being the fae who captured you, Lucretia. And Melania yells something that is magically amplified and resounds through the chamber that you stand in way up here above the scene. She says, hey, he did it. He killed someone. He's the vampire. Fire the super weapon. Well, she probably calls it something a lot more fey than super weapon, but that's what it is. And a giant bolt of lightning just charges in the center of the room under the supervision of some of the fey who haven't lost their heads about the werewolves. Very surprisingly, maybe they should be the leaders. And just a giant lance of electricity strikes Adrian down. And he starts falling down the cliff after Adrian. But then Jane Pleasance freaking runs up behind Melania and bites her neck and then stabs her and kills her this is really messed up at this point the room is in chaos and so one corner of the room lights up one of the fae is yelling something a bunch of other fae are running after him there's like a, another platoon of guards runs in sees the werewolf and decides, hey, this other mission that's happening seems a lot safer than going after the werewolf and run into the magic circle. And uh, you see in the viewing screens, they get teleported down and they surround Jane Pleasance. Like, oh, we got you now, Jane Pleasance. I bet you're a monster too. But no, she's just a human. She's just really fucked up. <laughs> but hey, hey, pay attention. The upshot to this is, hey, they just went down to the ground. Hey, hey, are you going to miss this chance or what? Get down there. Okay. Now's your chance to escape. I yes. dig my hands into my bag again, and I come out holding multiple Sri Ratcha packets. <laughs> yeah? And, and one bottle of Squirty. 
Oh. It's going to be a spicy escape. There are Faye running after you from both sides. <laughs> I start aiming and squeezing. That's roll with hot, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you freaking squirt him. Right in the eye. <laughs> you get you get plenty of them, but soon enough you're running out of sauce. And your ace in the hole, your weird horse, is still lying on the ground, seemingly very upset about something. You don't know what, you don't speak horse. Um, <laughs> probably getting the horse to respond is your only chance of escape. Uh, I panic, and I kind of kick the, ho- the weird horse with my foot. Oh, <laughs> somebody just kicked you, werewolf. Oh, not, no. in a, not in a... Not a... Animal abusey way, but more in a... <laughs> hey, big horse. Hey, big horse, let's get down there, yeehaw. Yeah. All right, big horse, uh, you notice... you Even your werewolf mind manages to piece together what the teleportation circles down there mean for your escape. Okay. Here's what they mean. They are your escape. <laughs> I've been jolted out of my despair with a a very specific, not abusive kick. Yeah. And then yeah. I start running <laughs> towards the portal. Oh, now your ride's leaving, Lucretia. Dang it. You just can't catch a break. No, I, I start running after. All right. You're both running. You're, you're kind of just following along behind as Natalie continues to bowl Faye out of the way. And you jump and you leap into the light. And you teleport down to the surface, and you did it. You escaped. And you're in a giant crowd of fae. <laughs> and, hey, that's the cliff where Adrian and Hero Wagner tripped and fell. Well, they didn't trip. They both definitely got killed on purpose. And that's a giant monster coming up over the cliff. A different giant monster or me? <laughs> Not you. A oh. giant or monster. Oh no. This is like if you're if you're a werewolf to other people, this is like if ten werewolves were a werewolf to you. Oh. Yikes. It has a clock for a face. That's too many werewolves. Oh man, I cannot give that thing sex advice. I would not know where to start. <laughs> So, uh, Arden, is there anything you'd like to uh, promote for the folks at home? Um, sure. Yes. Um, wait, is it is this my stuff or someone else's stuff? Uh, first one, then the other. Your choice. Okay. Uh, I guess I will talk about the game that I'm making, which uh, the awesome. demo should should be out at the end of next month. Oh, hell. Uh, it's called it's This called episode might be out at the end of next month. Shh. There might be some good synergy. Oh. <laughs> Hooray! Um, it's called yeah. Date or Die, and you can check it out at uh, dateordiegame.com. Um, this feels really appropriate to be plugging after. <laughs> yeah, since two of our since two of our players just dated, and the other two died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the magic I bring. <laughs> murder and romance. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing I would like to plug is when my friends uh, just released a indie game recently uh, called Defragmented. Um, the artist mm-hmm. for Date or Die actually did uh, a lot of the art for Defragmented. Nice. Uh, oh, fantastic. You can, you can check that out at uh, defragmentedgame.com. It's like a cyberpunk like action RPG game. So it's on Steam and stuff. So if you guys want to check it out, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, it hasn't been that long since we recorded the first one and asked the same uh, question of, of Divac and Violet, but uh, why not remind the folks at home what your answers are? <laughs> for... Yeah. Wait, for what? Plug some for, stuff. For plug times. 
Oh. Three plug times. Oh man, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm I'm Devi's vacuum. I did a let's play once, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, you can see me talk about robots uh, at Devi's vacuum on Twitter. Um, last game, I plugged this this visual novel that I'm working on with my friends, and um, the person who is working on the art is uh, is delayed due to illness. So I'm not going to talk about like an actual date for that. Um, but it was a cute thing and fun to work on. Um, and, um, maybe consider, if you're listening out there, um, if you, if you need someone to, uh, perform, uh, games journalism related services or games writing related services, consider my boyfriend, Jordan Mallory, who's really great and needs work. Yeah. Fantastic. Great. Uh, Violet. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Something of your your own uh, effort or something else you just think is so great and serves to be uh, shared? Uh, nothing that's like ready yet or close to being ready, but I will just say, if you are running a tabletop RPG, consider putting a quiz show in one of your sessions. <laughs> You're just promoting the concept of quiz shows? Oh my god. I like it. That's good. On the, last, okay. on the last session I was on, I asked to guess what their favorite Wendy's menu item is, and now you're promoing like a concept. I like this new direction we're taking. We're breaking yeah, new ground. I can't wait to see uh, what you link to in the description and the show notes. Yeah, that. the concept of a quiz show. <laughs> but no, that is absolutely good advice. Thank you. That's um, a good one. Gosh, that would really screw with the pacing in 13th Age right now. Kind of want to do it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it would, alone. if it wouldn't fit in the current place that we're recording, it wouldn't fit anywhere. That's true. Oh, okay. I, I have a week to make that work. Great. All right. Thanks. All right. High five. Now we're talking. Uh, thank you what? all for joining me. Uh, thank, thank you for having me. Yes, thank all of you guests, and thank you, the listener at home, for listening to us, having fun with these uh, teens and their problems and their mistakes, their, their victories their and their mistakes. failures. <laughs> their yeah, mistakes. wow. These awful teens. <laughs> I don't really see uh, how it, that could have ended any other way, though. There's a lovable heart in each and every one of them. Oh, yeah? Even the murderers? Well, in, in Adrian's case, the heart is in, her, is in his jaws. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Hero Wagner. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't believe you killed like, two of us, it's like, oh, there's something really bad happening in that classroom. Let's ignore it to go murder some people. Also, yeah, and we weird. were like, hey, there's something bad happening in that classroom. Let's go, let's go make out in the computer lab. Yep, that's got, monster hearts. I kind of got really distracted. I went ahead and drove you straight off the rails from that, and I was kind of expecting you to research the other thing afterwards and not bone, but, you know. Hey, I mean, follow your heart. <laughs> it's all about what makes good radio. I'm on the record <laughs> saying that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. Nice work, everybody. Good night, nice folks. Work. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.